0: Preston and
1: Steve's News Updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, March 14th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, the New York Times reports that federal prosecutors are conducting a criminal investigation into Facebook's data deals with major electronic manufacturers. The newspaper says a grand jury in New York has subpoenaed information from at least two companies known for making smartphones and other devices, citing two unnamed people familiar with the request. It reports that both companies had data partnerships with Facebook that gave them access to the personal information. Informations of hundreds of millions of users. Facebook describes those data deals as innocuous efforts to help smartphone makers provide Facebook features to users before the social network had its own app. The Times reports that it is not clear when the inquiry began and exactly on uh, what it is focusing on. Facebook did not respond to a request for comment. This news comes in the middle of the Facebook outage that happened yesterday. Uh, according to Facebook's status page, the outages started at 11 a.m. on Wednesday. That page, which called the problem a partial outage, States that Facebook had experienced increased error rates since that time. DownDetector.com, a site that monitors site outages, said the Facebook problem affected parts of the United States, including the East and West Coast, parts of Europe, and elsewhere. Uh, both Facebook's desktop site and app appeared to be affected.
3: I think you're going to see a lot more of this because uh, the Facebook incidents have been so conga line, like <laughs> one right after another. If there was a time for it to sort of pause and fall out of the public thinking, but I think a lot of people are really pissed off at Facebook now. So. To yeah, see them, right. uh, They seem to be really moving ahead, and and they should because there's, there's appears to be a lot of duplicitous stuff
4: going on. Well, and they were riding on their own strength for so long. You they know, were and just, yeah. there were billions of followers, and they just figured that this is the behemoth that can't you can't too, stop it, too big to fail. Yeah. And and now they're realizing, oh, you maybe we made some mistakes along the way.
3: Right. It just seems that everything Nick, is coming sort of due one right after another. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah it is. Uh, so the outage was on Facebook and Instagram, uh, but everything has been restored. So you're okay now. A Delaware County man has been arrested and charged with sexually assaulting children who attended his in-home daycare in Chester County. James Anthony Batista has been charged with rape of a child, unlawful contact with a minor, aggravated indecent assault, indecent assault, and endangering the welfare of children. Batista ran Little Friends Daycare in Penn Township, Chester County, along with his wife. The daycare has since closed. Last June, Pennsylvania State Police received a report that Batista had sexually assaulted a child who attended the daycare in the 2700 block of Newark Road when the child was three years old. During the course of the investigation, three other children were identified as victims. These children would have ranged in age from three to seven years old at the time of the alleged assault, which spanned from 2006 to 2009. Pennsylvania State Police say they fear that there are more victims that have yet to come forward. After the daycare closed, Batista moved to Delaware County in 2010. He was taken into custody Wednesday. He was arraigned uh, in the Chester County prison on $500,000 straight bail pending his preliminary hearing, which is scheduled for next week. Anyone with information on the investigation is asked to contact the Pennsylvania State Police Avondale Barracks. Kobe Bryant's high school jersey that was stolen from Lower Marion High School two years ago has been returned. Yeah! <laughs> a devoted fan, 28-year-old Lu Zhi, discovered he had the NBA star's signed high school replica jersey in his possession. After it was stolen from Lower Marion High School, the jersey ended up in China after G said that he purchased it from a memorabilia dealer in October of 2018. In China? Once realizing it was stolen, uh, he contacted basketball coaches at the school and soon shipped the jersey back. Police still uh, have have not made an arrest in the theft case, but they have the jersey in their hands, and the school hopes to return the jersey to the trophy case in the coming weeks.
1: I was reading about this guy. It was really cool. He did this. He's just a huge Kobe Bryant fan. Yes. And had met him before, and he got an autograph from him, and the autograph was very inspiring, and they, they had... Uh, they had uh, taken a picture together. He signed it for him, and it, he meant, s- that it him. meant that much to him. Yeah. And it meant that much to him, and it read something I forgot. Um, I have it. Uh, I have the story written, out, but, he, but he wrote some kind of. It personal. was too cute to be forgotten. It, it was yeah. in so many words. Yeah, 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 probably no, but it was. Uh, it was something that he wrote that inspired him to. Here I've got it right here. Uh, had inspired him to pop it in the mail and send it back, even though he had already spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, he had written, "Dream big, live epic." Mamba Mentality. Mamba Mentality. Which he said, what I did was my Mamba Mentality. <laughs> and he said that his only hope is that uh, that Kobe will know that the jersey has been recovered before he makes his trip to China. Because Kobe's going to China for a basketball event. He, yeah. was gonna, he was going to give it to him there. That'd be cool. But he decided to just go ahead and mail it to the school. So hopefully, Kobe gets wind of this. Yes. Yeah. And we'll I hope meet so. Up, and we'll meet up with the guy. Because that yeah. was a really cool thing. Even though he doesn't care about uh, uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not crazy. true. Did oh, didn't you see him nice
5: celebrating boy. when the Eagles won the yeah, Super the Bowl?
1: Won.
6: Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. He's not
5: he really does love it. Dropping He's... the F-bomb with a baby in his arms. You know. <laughs> He's just like us. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like <laughs> us.
2: All right, in sports this morning.
1: <laughs> All sacks are young.
2: So the Sixers and the Flyers both had off yesterday, but the Flyers returned to the ice tonight with the game at home against the Washington Capitals. The Flyers have won two straight, four of their last five. Carter Hart will return from the injury that kept the rookie goalie out of the net for the last three weeks. The puck drops in South Philly at 7 o'clock. The Sixers are off until tomorrow night when they'll host the Sacramento Kings. The Sixers have won two straight and are in third place in the Eastern Conference, five games behind the Toronto Raptors and two games ahead of the Boston Celtics. And the Eagles made it official yesterday, announcing that they have acquired wide receivers Receiver Deshaun Jackson and a 2027th round draft pick from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in exchange for a 2019 sixth, sixth round draft choice. It also looks like Nelson Aguilar is staying in Philly. Since the new league year is now underway, Aguilar's entire salary for the 2019 season went from non-guaranteed to guaranteed money, which means the Eagles are responsible for his entire salary of more than 9.3 million dollars. The Eagles trio of receivers, Jackson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey, is now considered one of the best in the NFL, and that's what I have for you. This this morning.
1: Thanks a bunch, Kath. We are happy to have you once again. It's a uh, Thursday morning press of Steve show. It's travel day today. We uh, hop on a plane and we head to Clearwater uh, for spring training. We'll be broadcasting live from there tomorrow morning, which is very exciting. We'll be at Spectrum Field in the uh, in the left field right by uh, Frenchie's uh, Tiki Hut. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I,
3: I got to say, as, you, as I've said many times before, the first time around, I was like, eh, what's it going to be like? I was not thrilled.
1: I loved it, so I'm really yeah.
3: looking forward to this.
1: Oddly enough, stepping outside today, this morning, it is warmer out today yeah, than yeah. it was when we were broadcasting from there <laughs> oh my God. God. last year. By about, right. yeah. Yeah. By about 20
3: degrees. By about 20 degrees. It was so cold that the, the condensation and all that stuff was running off the tent oh onto the God. equipment. Oh, yeah. We're, we're not there not like here. idiots in the dark. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. I brought my hand
3: warmer, so I packed
5: them
1: up. <laughs> i I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm I am. Gone. I'm as well, Preston. I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to wear shorts. I'm going to throw caution to the wind. I'm going to wear shorts. Yeah. I Listen. Tomorrow morning? Yeah. I just might, Kathy. What is it? Current temperature in Clearwater, please. 67. 67 degrees. That short's worthy. That short's weather, no problem. So we'll be there tomorrow. But we have uh, today to take care of. And by the way, yes, our trip is sponsored by Xfinity. We're really excited to have those guys on board. So thank you very, very much. Uh, We have a lot of things taking place today. We will have uh, comedian Mo Mandel, who's going to be performing at Punchline through the weekend. So he's stopping by. Uh, we will also have uh, Christina Hendricks on the program. Have we ever talked to her? No. I don't think, I think so. so yeah. She's
3: a you know, multiple Emmy nominee for Mad Men. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, she's got a, a a show that I've actually recorded all of them. haven't had a chance to watch yet, but uh, it looks pretty funny. And, and it's a drama a comedy.
1: Yeah, Good Girls is what it's called. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk to her later this morning. Uh, we also have a hottie cam today. We are right on the edge of St. Patty's Day. So the ladies of the tilted kilt are ah. be stopping in. Uh, the Sicklerville, New Jersey location. So we'll have them, and we'll let you know when they are fired up on the cam. And we have a concert announcement today. That's a pretty cool one, too. So It is. we'll get you those details and more. A lot to, uh, uh, to have for you, so hopefully you'll stick around. We're going to take a quick break, come back in a moment. The Entertainment Report is up next, as well as a stupid question to begin giving stuff away. So
7: be with us today. We're going to have a good time. All right. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a
3: brief word from our sponsors diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay feel the difference online at IHStevenSinger.com with free shipping or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut Steven Singer Jewelers,
4: one place, one price French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond, all the big name brands, they have them visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info, French Creek Outfitters why take a chance with anybody else
1: Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so here's what's happening today. We have your opportunity to win free Dunkin' Iced Coffee For a year. Whoa! Yes, that is absolutely correct. And we're going to do it this morning, courtesy of a little thing we call the Emoji Code. So, Casey has come up with a series of emojis, which we have posted on various social media accounts of the Preston and Steve show. And all you have to do... Is go take a look at the code. And if you can decipher what the code is, write down that phrase. Because later on this morning, we are going to have you call in. And if you are the designated caller that gives us the correct interpretation of that code, you win free Dunkin' Ice coffee for an entire year. That's pretty freaking good. All right, and keep in mind, if for some reason you don't win, you're in luck, because Philly, Duncan has $2 medium iced coffees all day long. You can make all of March as fun as St. Patrick's Day with Irish cream coffee and mint brownie donuts. America runs on Duncan. So, once again, go to Instagram, go to Twitter, go to Facebook, any of our social media accounts, check out the code, decipher it, write it down. Later on, we'll ask you to call in to win. There are people I see... All the time, and whenever I see them, they're holding that Dunkin's cup yeah? mm-hmm. <laughs> with the iced coffee. Yeah. It's addictive. Yep, so you can get it for a year, yeah. so good luck to you. All right, so stupid question. Today we're going to give away a pair of tickets for the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. Uh, today is Pi Day. Yes, it is. It's 314-314. What exactly does pi mean? And by that, I don't mean the, num- the numeral. What does pi indicate mathematically? Tell me what that is. All right, two one five two six three WMMR, and we'll see if you know the answer. So, what does pi mean? Pi meaning not not like what does pi mean pie. to me? <laughs> what is pi? <laughs> or the little pi symbol, you know? Right, so right. Anyhow, call now. Let's see if you know the answer. Uh, I'm going to go through some birthdays today. Uh, today is Thursday, March 14th. My regular birthday list wasn't around, so I had to what. Get- I had to go dig some stuff up, and normally I have all these credits of uh, the the names that I read to you for birthdays, and the source that I found didn't have any of the credits. So you guys tell me, uh, Simone Beals or Biles? so oh, the the the, the, the uh,
3: she was with Gymnast. the American gym. Uh, yes, yeah, team, yes, right? absolutely so, uh, incredible athlete. Was she part of the the Fierce Five? Uh, I don't I, know about the Fierce Five. Remember. She was on Dancing with the Stars. Was she not?
1: She was in the uh, final five. The final, final five. five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She was in Rio. So she, she was in the Magnificent Seven, I oh, know that. Wow. She's uh yeah, she can yeah, throw an axe. Absolutely and yeah. uh, nail it right between the eyes of people. She, everybody everybody in the Magnificent Seven has their own specialty. The special killing method. Man. Uh so she's twenty two today. Uh Ansel Elgort, the actor. Yes. Uh is twenty five. And he was in uh Ready Player One. Uh he plays Wade, right? Oh yep. that's, that's Wade. him. Okay. Yep. He's Wade also wants. in uh Baby Driver. Ba-
5: well, the baby driver is what I he also, he's
1: in Baby Wheel, which was the sequel. Baby man. Wheel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about the Baby Wheel. <laughs> I didn't realize
5: that that was Ansel Elgort yeah. uh, in Ready Player One. I uh,
1: believe so. I don't think Nick, that's can him. Can you scroll down? I might be wrong on that. I might be wrong. I thought me. it was. No, baby that's Driver. not Wade. I'm way off. I'm sorry. No,
5: Samuel L. Jackson played Wade Watts.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: man, that's that's an incredible performance. No, Nick's going to pull up. Uh, that, uh, Ty Sheridan? Is that that guy's name? Uh, I don't know. No, scroll babe, down a little Ty more and I'll tell you yeah totally. Paul Sheridan Okay I, They kind of look alike they, they do Yeah they have a similar lips uh which is <laughs> sexy
4: <either. weird> suckable <laughs> a weird shaped mouth
1: So anyhow uh Ansel Elgort is 25 I get
4: confused between Ansel El, uh, Elgort and Aaron Aaron Reich or Arden Ehrenreich, oh Alden Han Ehrenreich, who played Han Solo. Yes, it's so, because they have very similar names.
1: And then na- name-wise, I also mix him up with um, uh, who-, who played uh, Eggy in uh, Oh Taron Egerton. Eggie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Taron Egerton. For yes. some reason, because Elgort Egerton, I get those mixed up. And I get him
3: mixed up. Whatever. With Ansel Adams, the mm-hmm. legendary black and white photographer. Yes. yes.
1: Did a lot at uh, Yosemite. Absolutely, what a man! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ansel Gorge twenty-five. Brian Quinn, also known as Q from uh, *Impractical Jokers*, is uh, forty-three years old today. Uh is great. Uh, and then another Q birthday. It's Quincy Jones' birthday. Quincy
3: Jones, the legendary Quincy Jones. Yep. father of, the, of Rashida Jones.
1: One of the uh, one of the greats in uh, in the music industry. Correct. Yeah, he's uh, eighty-five years old today.
3: Uh, well, so he was the producer on *Thriller*. Yes. And uh was he yeah, yeah. Against I know he did we,
1: We're the
4: world was his as well. Yeah, I mm-hmm. remember the the thriller Steve because when Michael won all of those Grammys, um Quincy was up there literally helping him hold all of the Grammys. What were the big Kings?
6: names? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
4: it was like uh Jimmy Jam, right? He was yes.
1: he was
5: another big name oh, that produced all the uh, Janet Jackson mm-hmm. stuff. Mhm.
1: Uh, it's also Michael Kane's birthday today, the great actor. The guy, okay. Michael Kane. Yeah. Uh, and still, you know, uh, he still is just going at it. I, I'm, I'm looking at the list of credits I have here now, like Interstellar. I forgot, oh, yeah, that's right. He was in that. Yeah, he's in. So he's a guy who's always
3: been able to do really profound, serious, great work and then do Jaws 4, The Revenge. So, like, it's, uh, you know, and it never hurts his career.
1: Yep. He's uh, 86 today. He also teaches acting. Uh, Chris Klein, American
4: Pie.
7: Thank you. Sco-
4: sco- <laughs> At least once a year, we get thank you. <laughs> so
8: you know, his uh, uh-huh.
3: the remake of Rollerball was on, and he was in that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that any a... good? No. Okay.
2: That's the one you can't. You have a hard time watching, right, Case? That part. Uh, well,
5: no. From American Pie, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's just. It's so bad. But yeah, I think one of the, yeah. that, But I think everybody knows it's bad. Like the directors and every you know what I mean? It would be worse if it was bad and everybody thought it would, was good and then I'd say, "Well, am I the
3: only one that I think this is part of a bigger discussion.
5: <laughs> but it's...
1: Do you want to yeah. break into smaller I, I, groups? If we can, Preston, I know if
3: we can go off the rails and discuss what is the dynamic that causes
5: I, the uncomfortability. How about I
1: just tell you that Chris Klein is 40? Okay, okay, we'll do that. Can
3: it. I just no. note
5: that I wasn't the one who prolonged no, the conversation? You did Kathy not. asked me a question. I said, you
2: could have just Honestly. said yes or no. No. no.
5: Kathy. You asked me a question that needed explaining. Okay. Back to you, Preston.
1: Taylor Hanson of Hanson, the band, is 36 today. Does he embarrass you, Kathy? No.
2: No. See how easy
1: that was? <laughs> you know, it's at the end of <laughs> You just of that, stopped it right there. It yeah. almost sounds like Mbop when he's uh, singing this. Scooby-Doo-Bop. Yeah. Your feet start tapping and you can't seem to find how you got
9: there. Do you believe in magic? Scooby-Doo-Bop. Mm-bop, mm-bop.
1: <laughs> Taylor Hanson, 36 uh, Wolfgang Peterson, the director Great director Yeah, the never ending story Which we had a nice tribute to At the uh, <laughs> Cardboard Classic this year And we were just talking about Enemy Mine uh, Enemy Mine, yeah. What, yeah I love that movie uh, In the Line of Fire is still a movie that I will Great watch movie When it comes on He did uh, Outbreak, The Perfect Storm, Air Force One and more 78 today uh, and that's the last birthday I have on my list for you. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. So, what exactly is pi? 215263 WMR. I need a description of what pi is, and I will go to Dan. Hey Dan, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Dan. Can you tell me what pi is? Pi is the ratio of the circle's circumference to the diameter. That's exactly it. That's it. Woo! One moment, Dan. The ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter, and today is Pi Day, by the way. So we have a pair of tickets for Dan for the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. They're hosting the first ever Atlantic City Beer Week, March 25th through the 31st. One grand prize winner will also receive an overnight stay for Friday, March 29th at Bally's. Visit acbeerfest.com for more information. So we're going to start with that whole school scandal that we chatted about yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Celebrities uh, celebrities are having wildly different reactions to the news of Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin and their involvement in the high-profile college admissions bribery case. David Mamet, who worked with Huffman when she starred in his uh, Speed the Plow play in the late 1980s, uh, defended the star. He called her actions to be a parental zeal for her children's future, dubbing the college admissions process an unfortunate and corrupt joke. He said unqualified students may be accepted for many reasons, among them as legacies and on account for large donations made by their parents. I do not see the difference between getting a kid into school by bribing the building committee and by bribing someone else, but apparently the second is against the law. So be it.
3: Mamet wrote to Glengarry Glenn Ross.
1: Okay. She was accused of paying fifteen thousand dollars to a fake charitable organization in exchange for helping her eldest daughter cheat on her college entrance exam, according to evidence, uh, including phone recordings with a cooperating witness. Uh, Her husband, William H. Macy, has not been charged.
3: Uh, It's his birthday
1: today. Uh, It was yesterday. Oh, yesterday! Damn it. Uh, She was released on bail two hundred fifty thousand dollars. By the way, now and hers
2: was lower than uh, Lori Lori Loughlin's. Loughlin's. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think, well, Lori, they spent more money. They've half a million. Half a million dollars. Yeah. Okay, and so. The other guy spent why. 15 grand. She so, has more credits under her name
5: as well, so I think she gets special consideration.
1: <laughs> uh, Kyle Richards, who was on Real Housewives of Beverly yeah. Hills, uh, also sympathized with her friend Laughlin on What Happens Live in Andy Cohen after the show on Tuesday. She said, uh, they're really great people, and you kind of just go, I'm really confused by all this. Everyone's talking about it, but until today, we had never heard this existed. Maybe I'm naive. I didn't even know that existed. Not everyone was sympathetic. James Vanderbeek, Bethany Frankel, and Lena Dunham were among celebs who reacted with both shock and horror the allegations on Twitter. I don't have the, their tweets. Oh, but
5: man, I want to hear what Lena Dunham had to say. Is I
1: that- have more on her coming up later. Meanwhile, Laughlin surrendered to authorities in LA Wednesday after touching down from Canada, where she was working. She and her husband, uh, Mossimo Giannulli, uh allegedly paid half a million dollars to have their daughters, Isabella and Olivia, Be falsely deemed recruits for the University of Southern California's crew team.
3: (laughs) So, uh, uh, Preston Olivia, excuse me, is a uh, is a social influencer for Sephora, and now, uh, so people now she. she, By the way, she didn't want to go to school at all. It was the parents who pushed her into it. So she agreed to go do it. They set her up, and now. The thing she was working that was making her a lot of money, like these endorsements from Sephora, yeah, might go away. Oh man, thanks, yeah. mom. Because she she has like a hundred and some hundred thousand she's followers. She's making loot on Instagram. That's she's I mean, crazy, she's a, a beautiful girl, and so she's sort of a trendsetter. She but the parents insisted, so she acquiesced. Yeah. and now it
1: might blow she was, up everything. She was making her way on her own, on her own, uh-huh. uh, and uh-huh. using her her genetics. She, they shouldn't. Oh, that's a shame. Well, yeah, yeah, no, she's yeah. using her genetics, but I mean, she's. Using what her abilities are, what God gave her, but she, uh, yeah, this this is her parents, her parents' great idea of going to school is ruining (laughs) her career. Yes, (laughs) she's gonna catch the fallout. You know, but I, yeah. she's the one that didn't want to go to
3: school, too? She's the one who's like, she did not want to go. Uh, and then they insisted. It was a big thing because apparently neither of them went to college.
5: All right, so yeah. she's not going to go, the daughter I'm talking about, she's not going to go to like jail or anything like that. No, she's, no. Because this is all the parents.
3: The parents, the parents, the
5: parents that, are in the trouble. The parents
3: brokered the whole thing.
5: So there might be a little bit of fallout on her, and, but she'll recover. She'll be all
3: right. It, it, you
5: n-
6: listen, look
3: at how social media is right now. Look at yeah. how, now Sephora hasn't backed out of anything right now, Yeah, but we're in, this hyper maelstrom of people reacting to this. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is.
5: Uh, you know what? So, when this news broke, I think a lot of people out there were going, Well, tell me something I don't know. Dip, you know, uh, Dip Dip, dip-, dip-, S. dip- S. Yeah. uh It's just, it, it's par dip- for read. the <laughs> Well, uh, so, oh, yeah. anyway, pre- uh, Steve
3: there, uh, my buddy. Oh,
5: <laughs> my <Roast> God. <laughs>
6: Do you have anything to say? I do. I do.
1: Give me a second; it'll come to her. <laughs> that uh, that's, that's the worst I've ever heard you unravel, ever. Right there. That was that was great, N-
5: Preston. In twenty years, that's the worst. Well, uh,
4: yeah. yeah. In recent memory, in the recent. Memory. Okay, so I like the addition of dipweed to the vocabulary. <laughs> well,
5: but. I was going to say uh, anyway.
4: Yeah. I saw the W form on your mouth. Yeah. Go ahead. It does not matter. Tell
5: me something I don't know. I think we all knew that this sort of we stuff was We said it was, yesterday. Was, was of
3: course. And it's, it's the, the David Mamet clip. It goes It goes on on all sorts of levels. There's, there's an incredible so, amount of unfairness going on.
2: There's just so many details. It's very intricate. I don't think people thought that they were pretending to be on the rowing team and all of that well, stuff. And also, yeah.
3: Kathy, here's the deal. You have two people that a lot of people know through pop culture. There's there's an incredibly well-to-do, super wealthy Uh, head of a major law firm. We don't know this guy, so it doesn't matter. If that story had been reported without the two celebrities, you'd be okay and you'd move along. The two celebrities are the nexus of this whole thing and that's why we're so invested in it. And
2: they used their faces uh, as the headline on every story.
3: You're not going to use the guy who's who's, made his money in the stock market or whatever the 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 teacher in Houston. What I didn't know
5: until yesterday, and thank God Twitter didn't uh, crash like Facebook and Instagram did because they learned this on Twitter. Is that people have gone to jail for, and this is at a high school level. People have gone to jail for pretending like they live in another city, so that their kids can go to a better high school. Not it's a private, fraud. that I know it, it's it's it, they consider it fraud exactly. So if these people are doing like three to five years in jail,
3: are, are is Felicity Huffman or Lori Loughman, I, I are I don't know. We we're we're at the absolute beginning stages of this. That are they facing that potential? Yes, I don't. You know, I don't know how how it gets uh, reconciled.
1: I, I I have to back up for a second, though, case because I I didn't have the tell me something I don't know. I I yes, do people um, making contributions get uh, special consideration? Yes, I knew that that went on. Yep. Uh, you know, a la Thornton Mellon. Like <laughs> we it. know
3: that incredible
1: story, <laughs> uh, but uh, but I didn't know that these avenues, these little slalom jobs, were being done sure. to uh, to to get favor with the university. And then Preston, the mechanism
3: was in place to do things like photoshopping faces onto other athletes, to have proctors, a one-on-one, a student taking a test and the proctor in the same room helping that student pass the test. All these little... There was a whole structure of how you would pay and have your kid ushered into whatever school you want. But a lot of these schools aren't like mega, mega schools. right? They're just really good schools. Yeah, And also...
5: It's it's not I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that much money. Fifteen thousand dollars is not that much money. So maybe if they don't have a ton of money to bribe or or pay to the school or whatever, these is this is where the, the little side uh, roads come in. Yeah, I know you I, say, I'm not 100
1: percent sure. All right, uh, real quick. Uh, do we have a clip from Lori and Stevie sent These are yeah. two
3: clips from a couple of years ago. She was talking to, or maybe two years ago, she was talking to Page Six about raising kids. And of course, all this stuff comes up because now it right. tends to be a little laughable. Yep.
8: Here we go. Do I never push my kids to? I always say, do the best you can. Yeah. They never. I was never that kid. Their fought my husband too, their dad. Never. We were never like at school. You got to get straight A's. You got. We were never those parents. We were always like, you know what? Give it your all. Do the best you can. Because in life, if you give it your all and you do the best you can, there's that's it. That, oh that's my. all you can, do. And you
1: can do.
3: And pay to get what you need. The image I have whatever. in my mind is her saying to, to the daughter, Kathy, give it your all. Turning to the husband. She's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to do something. We've here's, got to do something. Here's the second
4: clip. I
8: think we put so much pressure and stress on them. A lot of it is unnecessary. And I think um, it's important to just have downtime. Free time. I never overscheduled my kids. I never. I always gave them plenty of time to just sit in their playroom and, you know, use their imaginations. Mm. By the
3: way, when she's talking about the playroom, she's talking about three years ago. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh
8: right. my gosh.
1: I have I have a lot to get. Let's to get guys. to it. And we we took too much time on that. Let me move on. Uh, Empire: returned to the air on Fox last night for its season five mid-season premiere. Uh, the first time shows aired since uh, a new one since uh, Jesse Smollett told police in Chicago that he was assaulted on January 29th. So, here's an update on the episode. Just to let you know, it ended with uh, Jeff Kingsley telling Cookie, Andre, Hakeem, and Jamal that he is Lucius' son. What? Flat, oh, I'm not done. And a hmm. flash forward showing Andre flatlining in front of his parents, giving fans more fuel for their theories about who is in the casket. Uh, Smollett is set to appear in court today. And many are watching to see how the popular show performs in ratings, especially as his character has been written out of the season's final episode. I was caught, I caught about ten minutes of it, Preston, about three quarters of the way through, and I
3: saw Cookie in a brutal fist fight with Bigfoot. Oh. So they've definitely taken the show in a different
1: direction. Uh, yeah, well, they need to. They yeah. gotta, they need to have something to distract, spice it them up a little yeah. Bit. Kylie Jenner shared her daughter Stormy's unusual name's origin on Instagram Live while she was having her makeup done for a night on the town with sisters Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. Her makeup artist asked her to spill the beans. Kylie said, I felt it the whole time. Yeah, I feel like she chose her own name. Pretty much I wanted, well, I looked up names And I saw Storm, and I really liked that. But I wanted her to have an IE at the end of her name, like me, Kylie and Stormy. Like me! So it was that at first, and I would just call her when I was pregnant. I used to call her Stormy when I would talk to her in my belly. Shut the f*** up! It just always felt right. I had one more name that I liked. I had two names that I honestly liked better than Stormy. But when I had her, I felt that she chose her own name. And I just couldn't imagine any other name other than Stormy, so yeah.
3: So she very
1: easily could have been Curtain's TV. Yeah.
3: Whatever was in the room. Yep, exactly.
1: Now, meanwhile, Kylie also divulged that she and Kendall... Maybe planning a makeup collaboration. Oh, my God. This is incredible news. <laughs> so Kylie says, out loud on the show, can we also get a collab with Kendall? She can was, we? She was reading one of her uh, fans' questions out loud. And then the 21-year-old billionaire winked at the camera, put one finger up to her mouth and said,
2: shh. Oh, Der- my God. They all <laughs> are it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So really-
3: when she winked Preston, did, uh, did two or three people have to come in and lift the eyelid back up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of all the...
1: Makeup. She also explained that they haven't done one yet because of her supermodel sister's contract with Estee Lauder. She Uh, said, you know, Kendall was in a contract for a really long time, so I couldn't do a collab with her. That's the only reason why I didn't collab with her. Well,
3: honestly, there are reasons why people collab and reasons why people don't collab.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, some people are anti-collab. Yeah. And then there's pro-collab. Yeah. The pair have worked together previously on clothing lines for PacSun and Topshop. Uh, The worst
3: is the indecisive collab
1: Yeah, please, make (laughs) up your mind for crying out loud. Uh, And she goes on to talk about uh, getting her body back after welcoming Stormy, but we don't need to go down that No, no. Um, As expected, Luke Perry's official cause of death was an ischemic uh, cerebrovascular accident or a stroke, according to his death certificate. Uh, the certificate also revealed that uh, Perry's body was transported to Dixon, Tennessee, uh, where he was buried on Monday. He had owned property there and had a farm.
3: So, what I was reading, Preston, is that this was a particularly powerful stroke, which blows my mind because here is a guy who, you know, we we don't know a lot of these things, but guy seemed to be in pretty good shape, mm-hmm. and but it was it was just a profound stroke on this guy, fifty-two years old.
5: Profound stroke that uh, I guess didn't get. Um... They, they assess, or you know, they just didn't get to it quick enough. I,
1: I, I think that it was, I think that it was just so big yeah. that, that he was a goner. I mean, because they, um, I thought that they, they got attention to him in it a It seemed to be fairly quick. Yeah. Well, he so. was
2: still. T- talking to yes. them when they arrived so yeah. he just went downhill from that point until you yep. know when he was in the hospital
1: well after having one uh best actor on tv and in film rami malik is taking his talents to the audio medium uh there's a trailer for a podcast called blackout created by scott conroy the podcast drama focuses on the aftermath of the power grid going down across the nation and a small town new hampshire dj voiced by malik who fights to protect his family and community amid this chaos? This sounds cool. It does, and I and I think it's cool that he would sign on to do something like this. Well, the guy that's that's doing this also did one called Blackout, and yeah. uh, I've uh, well Nick Murphy turned me on to it. This
3: is called this one this is one's called, called Blackout.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not Blackout. What was the other one called? Um, damn it, I gotta look further into it. Uh, there was collabs. Uh, no. I forgot the name of it. Nick, is Murphy here? He could tell me. Yeah. I forgot what it was And he called.
3: also, I think one of the guys involved is also one of the guys involved with Mr.
1: Robot. Yes, correct. Okay, so th-
3: what is, this is just radio theater.
5: Radio theater. Yep. Okay. that's yeah. it.
1: And so, uh, let's see. This is, this is what uh, Malik says about it. It's a hyper-realistic story of what would unfold should the grid go down. Uh, how we would totally be unprepared to deal with the repercussions. He said uh, the themes that we touch on because of that... We'll explore and delve into how we respond as the most bare human beings that we are. Homecoming. Homecoming. That's what I was trying to think of. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Kathleen, uh, there's there's a bunch of stars in it. It's it's really good radio theater. Well, Anyhow, this
3: stuff is done well. Uh, it's been very engrossing.
1: He said themes of community versus tribalism will come up, and then you will think about this loss of our sense of community and the longing that comes with increasing tech taking over our lives and just reverting back to a world that now seems so distant, a world of truly listening to one another. This sounds really cool. I, would, I think I might dig this. Uh, he adds that his character Simon represents... Uh, the everyman, someone that we call, uh, that we can all relate to, and I think and hope uh, that we all have a semblance of him in ourselves, uh, that the, if there were a crisis like this uh, that took place in our society, that you would have a guy like Simon trying to help him whatever way he could. Uh, the impetus for his involvement in Blackout uh, stems from his desire to develop his own projects and ideas, as well as the inspiration that he took from his Mr. Robot creator, Sam es- uh, Esmail, uh, who adapted the popular podcast, Homecoming, uh, into a Golden Globe-nominated drama series for Amazon Prime Video, uh, so that's the dude. He—I I don't know if they're working together on this, but he drew inspiration from. It's very cool. Hey, this is disturbing, and I had no idea. Uh, in a new book, Rosie O'Donnell is claiming that her father sexually uh. abused her as a child.
3: I had always known and she had always said that he was abusive. I mm-hmm. don't know if she ever said there was sexual
1: abuse. I don't think she did. The uh, The book, titled Ladies Who Punch: the explosive inside story of The View, tells her side of the story about The View, but also gets into great detail about her personal life. Uh, she discusses the allegations with uh, Variety's Raman Seduta, Uh, saying it started very young and then when my mother died it sort of ended in a weird way because then he was with these five children to take care of. On the whole, it's not something I like to talk about. Of course, it changes everyone. Any child who's put in that position, especially by someone in the family, uh, you feel completely powerless and stuck because the person you would tell is the person doing it. Her father, Edward Uh, Died at 81 uh, from cancer in 2015. Her mother died of breast cancer when she was only 10 years old back in 1973. Yeah, Uh, She's alluded to issues with her father in the past, but she never got into the details. Uh, She said he had his own issues and demons. You get to be 50 years old. You can still be angry at uh, what your father, you you can't still be angry at what your father did in 1970. I have forgiven him, she said. Uh, So that comes out, the book comes out on uh, April 2nd. Uh, let's see. Game of Thrones fan theories are on overdrive as everyone awaits the HBO hits uh, the HBO hit final season. How excited are you? I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm I'm getting close to, to wrapping up the entire series and then I'm I'm ready to go for the final season. And, and then I'll be on board for whatever they
3: come up with afterwards too. And, man. and you were reporting the runtime on these final episodes is gonna be fairly movie length, each one o- of them.
1: Over an hour. Yeah, for yeah. For sure, each episode. Uh and it may be more like an hour and a half. Uh, speaking to Harper's Bazaar, Amelia Clark greenlighted the speculation about her red wardrobe. Clark said, "There's a real through line for this particular season. There's a real arc, and I feel like fans, the hardcore fans, will clock what's happening within the reflection of the clothing. There's definitely a story to tell there. So, <sighs> well, I the, don't
3: know what that means. I heard one thing, and I don't know. I don't. Uh, you know, I I still uh, there's so much I have to watch, and I I'll just let it finish up and do it that way and mm-hmm. binge it that way." But apparently Jon Snow has to um, – they're keeping a, a great white shark in a in a pen, a water pen, and he has to water ski over it. Oh, my God. I mean, it sounds
1: incredible. Does he have to jump it? A dragon is going to pull the water skis. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering if the red clothing means uh, an alliance with the Lannister family or – What were they wearing for the the, the, the red wedding, right? N- not. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, but they were all wearing nothing red. Uh, but – or – Maybe it has something to do with the um, uh, the red woman, uh, Melisandra and the the you know the, the god of fire. I don't really know. Lady in red. Are we talking a special guest star? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Wait, who sang Lady in Lady red? Chris in De Berg. Red. Yeah, a special guest starring <laughs> appearance from Chris De bird How amazing! One last story. Hugh Jackman will return to Broadway in a 2020 revival of Meredith Wilson's 1957 classic musical, The Music Man. Oh, he's perfect for that. Uh, Producer Scott Rudin uh, uh, confirmed this yesterday. Uh, Jerry Zachs is slated to direct with choreography from Warren Carl. The revival will bow September 9th of next year at a Schubert theater that will be announced at a later date.
3: They're putting a modern spin on it, though, Preston. He doesn't have to convince the town to purchase all these musical instruments with his charisma. He, he has adamantium
1: uh, <laughs> blades that come out of his hands, and he threatens to kill them all. If they and so it. they immediately... It form, puts an edge on it. They form a band. Yeah. Okay, Let's uh, let's get to the clips. The Good Fight follows Diane Lockhart as she begins a new law firm. After her life savings are lost, in this clip, Christine Baranski addresses how the writers balance both sides of the political spectrum in a world that she describes is off its axis. Here we go.
9: They argue that they're not writing a political show. That was never their intention to be polemical or to lecture the audience. They're writing about characters with strong views because they're intelligent people working in a law firm and they're living their lives.
1: Shut up, Demi. Uh, Good Fight Season 3 premieres tonight on CBS. CBS, uh, here's the next clip. Uh, station 19, latest show to enter Shondaland. Ooh. Follows the men and women of a Seattle firehouse. In this clip, uh, Jaina Lee Ortiz talks about the deeper meaning of the show.
10: On Station 19, it's not only just about what we do on the job, but w- what happens after we clock out? Like, how do we deal with family, with love? You know, how do we... Go on a first date after witnessing someone die. It's given us such a bigger appreciation and respect for the first responders. Yeah,
0: yeah, big whoop, no one cares.
3: Uh, I think Preston, there actually should be a Shondaland with amusement rides like Grey's Anatomy, roller coaster, the the scandal flume. That's a good idea. Right? I don't know
1: what Shondaland means. Shonda rhymes. Shonda rhymes the uh, writer. Oh, she wrote these? Yep. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so Station 19 airs tonight at ABC, and that is what I have for you. Incredible. You took us through highs and lows, and you made us, I think, <laughs> better people. Our entertainment report. Um, I got a text that said the emoji code is not on our Facebook page. Did somebody uh, see that? I will check All again. Right. It is on Instagram
4: and Twitter, which are both functional. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yep, yep. So uh, we have an emoji code, and it's chance for free Dunkin' iced coffee for an
4: entire Year.
1: So it's an emoji code, and all you have to do is locate the code. Casey came up with it this morning. I suck at these things. And decipher it and write that down because later on we'll ask you to call in and tell us what the code is. uh, And if you get it right, then you get. Dunkin' Iced Coffee for an entire year. It's a pretty sweet deal. That is. Uh, so we'll double check. I'll make sure we get that up on Facebook if it isn't already. But you can check our Twitter account and our Instagram account, and you can see the emoji code. With that, we'll take a quick break. Come back in a second. I'll tell you about the guests and so forth on the show in a few minutes. Stay with us.
7: What's new? Glad you asked. News.
4: The
9: Tours.
1: New music. More of everything that
8: rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR.
1: I'm a fan of the Tilted Kilt. And we have the ladies of the Tilted Kilt, Sicklerville, New Jersey, in our studio this morning on our Hottie Cam. As we speak, we have Samantha, who is, if you tune into our Hottie Cam right now, is the blonde on the left. And then we have uh, Kendall, who is on the right. And they are here to uh, represent uh, Tilted Kilt and their St. Patrick's A Kilt Celebration. Uh-huh. And according to my copy points here, it's a three-day hooli.
4: It's a three-day hoolie? Yes, no way. This Friday, Saturday, they, and Sunday. Two days of hoolie
1: wasn't two- enough? T- they had to have Nick, three. I had to be
3: admitted to a hospital after one day of hooli. I remember and that. Yeah. Yeah. Some
1: people can handle three, Steve. And it's at the Tilted Kilt in Sicklerville Saturday and Sunday. You can catch Kilted Rogues Bagpipers and Academy Irish Dancers, plus live music from Ready, Set, Drink, and Project Analog as well. God, I love that name, Ready, Set, Drink. What a yeah. great name for a band. Well, if you are got to think about it, any place
3: that's sort of suitable for the observation of the holiday, that's mm-hmm. I don't think you get more uh, true to
1: that. And not only that, on Saturday, uh, Cadillac Brent Porsche. Oh, <gasps> Is going to be broadcasting live. Brent O'Porsche. Uh, Saturday from 3 to 7 at the Tilted Kilt in Sicklerville. So stop by and see Brent. Brent knows how to party, man. That's you will have a good time. Day two of Hooli? It's the second Hooli day. <laughs> uh, yeah, tomorrow is day one of Hooli, and then Saturday will be the second Or they call Hooli. it, Hooli Redux. Okay. So uh, the ladies are in our studio. They brought some uh, festive outfits, and if you've never seen the Tilted Kilt, uh, uniform. Yeah. You need to tune in. Right Actually, now. when we first started in radio, it was very similar to what we wore. Yep, yep. But they've uh, they've yeah. taken it over. We let them have that. Can I do a shout-out real quick? Yes. I mm-hmm. uh, got an email that says, uh, hey, can I get a shout-out from my friend Kelly on her 40th birthday? Uh, I met Kelly 15 years ago when we became uh, colleagues at the same company, realized our mutual love for Preston and Steve, and we were both busy uh, signing online petitions to save Y100 back <laughs> in the day. That's awesome. Became fast friends, but there is nothing she loves more than her Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, she is the biggest and truest Phyllis fan that I know in this upcoming weekend to celebrate her 40th birthday party. A uh, big group of us are traveling down to Clearwater for some much-needed relaxation. And, of course, to see the Phyllis spring training game, they're going to the Saturday game. Okay. Uh, so she said, unfortunately, we'll miss you guys, but we'll certainly be listening. Kelly constantly goes out of her way to make sure that her friends and family feel love-supported and special at all times. And I'd love to have a chance to send out a celebratory shout-out for her big day. Thank you so much. This is from Amy Howe, and Amy is the manager and catering sales and business development at DeBruno Brothers, Whoa. Whoa. Uh, who we love as well. Catering events. So a shout out, please. And uh, I would have read that tomorrow when we were at Clearwater, but I may have misplaced it while traveling, and I didn't. I wanted to <laughs> no. get to it now. So besides, she's the.
3: Head
1: cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so you. we God are we guys. are headed to Clearwater tomorrow. Well, actually, we're headed there today. We're broadcasting tomorrow. Yeah. So we will be in Florida later on this afternoon and excited to get to the ballpark and all the things come along with it. Our bus is leaving at 3, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, and then, uh, don't forget, we have an emoji code today. It's your chance to win uh, iced coffee for a year, and that is from our friends at Duncan. So we have... Uh, put the emoji code up on our social media, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, Marissa now has it on Facebook, on our website, com. Decipher it. Write it down. Later on, we'll ask you to call. Designate a call that has the correct answer. is going to get free Dunkin' Iced Coffee for a year. So that is happening all along. And we couldn't have done that yesterday. Because Facebook and Instagram went kaput, went black, it blacked out for a little while. It
3: was the longest terminate, or or at
1: least uh, breakdown in
3: service in Facebook's history.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, And
4: Instagram as well. Yeah, because they're they're owned by the same company. Same company, yeah. I find it um, annoying at first, confusing, and then refreshing. I go through these stages, and I'm like, oh... All right, it's down. There's nothing I can do about it. It's like the stages of grief. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then
3: acceptance. And yeah. then
4: acceptance, yeah. Right. And then so I, I came into work today, and, and Instagram and Facebook were back up and running. I'm not a Facebook person, but I, I do love Instagram. I get addicted to it. I have to take it off my phone because I get addicted to it. But um, it, it was nice to take a break from it. for. You know
3: way. what? It, it, it allowed me to spend more time with Grinder
1: and i uh,
4: yeah. and I've been
3: ignoring
1: your that. first love. yeah, yeah, uh I didn't even know uh I, I, somebody I forgot somebody I saw it either. online or something that it was down like, oh okay,
3: Twitter but, was Twitter was up, so I, I mean so Twitter, I will you know, I tend to check more i don't I'm never on Facebook, Instagram if I want to see people's feet and food, yes, that's totally,
1: <laughs> cool. but as, but as far as gadget and technology addiction, huh. I shared this with uh with Nick the other day, so. I was sitting down to play a game on uh, PlayStation, uh, so I've, I've reintroduced gaming back into my life, I now have a little bit of extra time, and, and, and I've re-fallen in love with that, and I'm well, really happy about you it. You finally realize the important things in life. Uh, okay. So, but but I caught you ever find yourself doing something, and you just like literally say to yourself, either out loud or in your head, you go, "What am I doing? What am I doing right yes, now? Yeah. Why am I doing this?" So I'm I put in a game. I'm waiting for the game to load up for me to play. (laughs) So what do I do while I'm waiting for it to load up? I pull out my phone (laughs) and I start playing a different game on my phone (laughs) while I'm waiting for this game to load. And I realized the absurdity of what I was doing. That I was not even patient enough to wait the maybe (laughs) two and a half minutes tops for this game to load in. That I needed to to pacify myself. By picking up that I don't know that device to to distract me from having to I don't know have my own thoughts for a moment or something like read that read from the Bible you know and, and I was just it was kind of pathetic well and now and now listen I didn't get really crazy yeah. about it or anything like that but I, I found it funny and kind of sad at the same time what what you know? I think is is an
3: opportunity lost. Internet porn is always up and waiting for you. Uh, I had a similar thing. This is a few, yeah, two or three years ago. Uh, you know, I, I was loading in the full game. You know, when you load in a full game into a system, it takes a little bit longer. Take, right, an right, hour or more, up. yeah. So I'm there. What do I do? Well, I was on PS4. I jumped over to the Xbox. Yeah. And so I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, tap my brakes a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, and you just, but you do realize you get immersed in it. That level of addiction can be. Can be crazy. I used to play a lot more. Now it's, I'll jump in for little, little breaks now and then 15, 20 minutes at the most, 20, maybe at a half hour would be the longest one, I I guess. And then that's it. And and periodically.
1: This, uh, this kind of gets under my skin a little bit and I, I don't, I don't get really angry about it, but you know, sometimes uh, Rochelle and I will be like, you want to watch a movie tonight? Yeah. Yeah, let's watch a movie. So we'll sit down and, um, and start to watch the film and part of the way through it, I'll look over and I'll see her. Scrolling through her phone, and I'm like, "Are you? And what the hell? Are, 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 are you even watching? I'm this sorry. Right isn't now? that
5: how you're supposed to watch TV or watch? This, a movie? That's all you do, right? Yeah, uh, you're supposed to watch a movie with the with a ye- phone in your hands. You, 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 you're yeah. attached
3: to your phone. You, you're, you're surgically attached. <laughs> uh,
2: sure, yeah. But okay. is it because she's not interested in the movie? I don't know. But, but how do you how, I mean, you? how would you? How would you know if you
3: were or weren't?
2: Oh, if I get if I get part of the way into the movie or the TV show and I'm over it, I'll and and somebody else is in the room and still watching it. I'll leave the TV. I'm I, not going to turn it off on somebody else.
1: No, I wouldn't do that if if we kind of made a little date, you know. Let's watch, the movie, Let's watch the movie together. Why Let's, are
5: you getting so offended? It has nothing to
1: do with you. What's that? Why? I I, I mean,
3: you're take. I, 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 oh, He's just explaining why. He's not offended. He just, it's just sort of we're going to sit down and watch the movie together and sort of, hey, and, and you know get. And you look over and she's, you know, I would be but.
2: annoyed then if she was into the movie, drifted away for a little bit and then came back and was like, wait, where is that guy going? Right. That, that would be annoying. I, yeah. Then watch the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sports, you're allowed. This is my rules. Sports, you're allowed <laughs> to have your phone out. Uh, game shows, sitcoms, that's OK. If it's a movie, no phone. Uh, and if it's a uh, an hour-long drama on Netflix, no phone. Because you, you are gonna you're going to be... Mi- you're miss it. You're going to miss it, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and well, if I... you're going to be the one who's going to be asked the question about what's happening, who's Thank
1: that,
3: you. right? Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Yeah. Here's, here's some uh, interesting text coming in. It says, um, I've checked Facebook on my phone while on Facebook <laughs> on my computer.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at what awesome.
1: point does it start it. to collapse in on it? <laughs> at what point do you become a black hole? uh here's someone about the gaming said i do the same thing i use my switch when my ps4 is <laughs> <laughs> my husband plays video games at the same time as playing games on his phone didn't we talk about in one
3: of our meetings there's somebody who comes here we believe in the morning mm-hmm. and and they they it appears they might be telling their wife or girlfriend or whatever that they've got to go into work at a specific time so they get here about an hour early and play their switch in the car in the Are parking me? lot i'm sorry, well, what we, is this right we were having the discussion we, we sort of created a backstory yeah for we this don't guy. know if this is true but it's a hypothetical oh, well, okay I every morning you. he's seen in his car yeah. playing his switch
6: <laughs> yeah
1: uh here's another one that says uh, i have a guitar tuner on my phone and while tuning my guitar spend five minutes looking for my phone forgetting i was using it to tune my guitar <laughs> um so that can definitely happen i but I, but i while i i notice myself doing it i'm like and and i don't have a social media addiction uh but certainly the device itself is right there for you well,
2: do you use the um or do you see like your screen time uh
1: yeah stats? yeah so it's I've, not bad
2: I, i've taken that and um you can put a limit on it so like i've limited it so like if you look right now on my phone it says screen time will be limited limited until 10 a.m so like I can't go in and, and use anything on my phone except, like, my. Cal- I'll leave my calendar open. You can pick which app you want open. So, mm-hmm. like, my calendar is open in case How- I needed to add something or, or How whatever.
3: How e- easy is it to override that?
2: I mean, you can, of course, yeah, you, yeah. you can override it, but you don't, it, it kind of reminds just you. just a reminder, yeah. Yeah, it reminds you, and it, like, it kind of grays out all of the apps on your phone, yeah. and then uh, same thing will happen if you reach your limit for uh, social media. Mm. So, I, so, I'll so i know, you know, like, last night, uh, when we got off the conference call, I went to go on check Instagram again and it was even though I guess I hadn't you know it, it was down or whatever if it's opened and I'm checking it it's still adding time to it so I was out of time all right and mm-hmm. so it kind of just reminds you and I was like all right well I don't need to be on well, social that's media
3: cool. all right. a gentle way to reinforce
6: Yeah.
4: Not being so. I would like to try that. Screen intensive. Steve, you mentioned yesterday or the day before about uh, dumb phones and people sort of going to those. It's a big new trend now. What is a good dumb phone? to? Because I would need to check email for work and an occasional link back into my job. But I I, I would like to avoid being on my phone too much if possible. So what it does, it
3: it seeks to not allow like game apps and, and like real. So email, stuff like that. Um, the one that I saw, they were pushing. I didn't even recognize the manufacturer, but it's basically just like a small brick with you know, the, like the old uh, Nokia. Okay, you know, uh, and it was that sort of deal. But people are actively um, purchasing the people, and uh, the article made the point that many of these people are people who had had uh, or perceived themselves as
4: having a severe addiction to the phone. I use my phone all the time for work purposes, so like calendar stuff, and you know, you what it, it, would, it would be hard for you to do that. Okay, yeah. But you know
2: what? You always um, seem to be conscious of how much time you're spending on your phone. I don't see you to be somebody that's addicted to your phone. I'm
4: kind of aware of it, though. Like it's it's an it's a struggle, you know. And, and I like I have disdain for people who spend too much time on their phone, and then I'll go and tweet about it, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it seems
3: a little hypocrisy there. <laughs> oh, you know. Also, complete. the
4: flip phones that the, the new flip phones are coming out are are supposedly
3: so the the flip phones are coming back in, Preston. Mm-hmm. And the idea is is that if there's a, if there's a cover down over the phone, you're not going to be you don't have a screen
1: laying yeah. out everything for you. There's one right. step involved yeah. with um, getting sucked back into it. All right. Uh, here's text says, while stoned, I sent a personal message and then put the phone up to my ear for them to return my message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another good one here. Uh, there's a bunch of them coming in, so I'm trying to keep up with them. Uh, this says, uh, I've closed out a Facebook on the app and then immediately reopened it without even realizing it. Uh, and so there's a number of them coming in, but anyhow,
3: I, there's one thing that bothers me by the way, and I, I, it still pisses me off. Why isn't there a, I have a, um, computer, a laptop version, uh, or you go to Instagram.com. You can see things posted. Why
1: can't you post things? Because I believe they, and I think what I had heard earlier on, and maybe somebody had said it here, that they they just, they really want you to use your mobile device. Yeah,
2: they've created it for the mobile device. But enough now.
1: Everyone's, everyone's using it for that. Cut, cut the crap. I
3: know. But it's almost like. They're trying to border call you.
2: Like the opposite. When there are sites that are created for a desktop, you try to use it on your phone and it's not so great. They just did it opposite.
1: It's stupid. All right, so anyhow, well, maybe, maybe, they, you know, the those being down yesterday give you pause for a moment and you realize that uh, you don't need to be on it all the time. Or maybe you were just like a, a freaking addict that didn't have their fix or and were just going, jumping out of your skull. Trying to text on your rotary phone. Yeah, that too. <laughs> good luck with that. Um, I did see this without uh, help of those social media accounts, that the country's midsection is about to be hit by a rare... A uh, potentially record-setting and what they call a bomb cyclone. Yes. Do you that- see Denver yesterday? No. Denver Airport
4: it really looked like uh, some of the worst blizzard conditions I've seen in an urban environment in a long time. It's going to what affect seventy million people? Uh, I don't know. That's what I heard. Seventy million people will be affected by this
3: bomb cycle cyclone
1: it's going to bring everything from rain to snow to hurricane force winds and could leave severe flooding in its wake from texas to minnesota so it's right up the middle of the country the mayhem is already beginning as moisture streams from the pacific to the southwest up to two feet of snow uh could fall in new mexico's mountains accompanied by winds whipping across ridgetops at speeds of up to 75 miles an hour you know they're running cables across the mississippi to keep the country from splitting uh, as the storm pushes inland, the pressure which drops as storms get stronger is expected to dip uh, into a range. Of, uh, these are this is what they use to measure it. It's right. 970 millibars. A millibars, uh, and it's on par with an average Category Two Atlantic hurricane. Well, that's you combine that with a, with a snow situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drop will be driven by the storm's winds as they wrap around its core in a counterclockwise direction bringing moist, warm air from the Gulf of Mexico in contact with cold air from the upper Midwest and Canada. And the movement of the winds is called cyclonic, of course. And pressure is expected to drop to more than 24 millibars in 24 hours, which means that the storm is shaping up to fulfill the criteria for a rare inland bomb cyclone. And it could even uh, take on a hurricane-like appearance when you see it on the weather maps. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's very uh, rare for non-tropical systems and even more so for storms in the central United States. It's also rare for nor'easters, which tend to be uh, comma-shaped, they said, instead yes. of like a circle, like a donut.
3: So what is what shape is this one again?
1: Like a, like a cyclone, like, like a donut. Like a semicolon? No, like oh, a donut, oh. like a, a circle. Uh, the area facing wind gusts up to uh, 60 miles uh, per hour. Uh, the equivalent of a mature tropical storm stretches uh, for more than a thousand miles from Sturgis, South Dakota to the Texas, Mexico border. So I've you,
3: never heard of this. That's you. So you know, sometimes you, have you ever I've driven been in a storm and been on the road for a long time and driven out of it. Mm-hmm. You can't with this. Mm. It's just it's just it's too that huge. Big. Yeah. What was the most what's the most severe snow storm event snow you've ever been storm?
6: In?
1: Uh, we were driving to Colorado, of all places, for a ski trip, and uh, driving out of Missouri. uh, Before we got through the state into Kansas, we hit some. It it was snowing so heavily that it was easier to see by turning the headlights off uh, than leaving them on. Oh,
2: well, so for me, that's the same situation. I've been in that,
3: yeah. yeah. The Adirondacks, I told you about this, when I was driving through the Adirondacks... Uh, where I literally, I drove through a mountain pass with my headlights off yeah. because I could see better with them off. Yep. And I was following that crease in the snow because there was a truck traveling yeah. ahead of me. It was the only thing I could see. The lights make it blinding. You can't I, I, you can't see anything. I consider that a night I probably should have died but somehow survived.
2: <laughs> we used to ski Jay Peak in Vermont uh, every year, and we would drive there. And I remember um, we went through a storm like that where we had to turn the headlights off, uh, but we couldn't see the street signs. Like, it was a mess, and my dad made a wrong turn, and we ended up in such a rural area um fortunately, somebody, like, saw us, found yeah. us, and escorted us back to the highway. Like, that's how far lost we were. Could you imagine how effed you would have been? But it, but it was in th- those type of uh, snowy conditions yeah. where we were turning the headlights off. It was, I remember, it It, it was pretty bad.
1: Nick pulled up this uh, video from Amarillo, Texas. This isn't all snow. This yeah. is, a, a lot of it's just wind and, and rain and stuff like oh. that. And so if you ever wonder why they have uh, for semi tractor trailers, uh, uh, trailer they, ban. they issue a ban when for empty trailers. Empty trailers, yeah. Um, there's a video of this guy just driving his semi down the highway, and it just it lifts up the, <laughs> the rear of the trailer lifts up in the air, and the entire truck flips over sideways. It was an 80 mile an hour gust of wind. That's, cr- I've never Ooh. seen anything like that. Wow. That's on uh, Twitter, on uh, uh, Blake Brown is the person who tweeted it out. Man, uh, I am so glad it's the middle of the country. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate to say that. Uh, so, that is called a bomb cyclone. Uh, and The most intense blast could rip up to, like, 80 miles an hour in the uh, the Rockies and Southern Plains. So, uh, yeah, and, and if you're traveling into that, Area, flying, you know, I'd be a little nervous about landing, too. Nick so, mentioned uh, Denver Airport every single time I've flown into Denver. <laughs> every yeah. time. It is a, it's, um, it, you're bouncing all over the place when, you, when you're coming in for the landing. The turbulence to land are scary there.
3: Three times I have been, uh, twi- well, twice had to stay overnight and just sleep in the airport. And one time had like an 11, 12-hour wait. Chicago O'Hare
1: traveling in the winter. Uh, horrible nightmare. Sucks, that airport. By the way, the, uh, yesterday the, the FAA ended up banning those 737Bs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, or at least grounding them, not grounding. banning them. And uh, I was wondering how that was going to affect our uh, travel today to Clearwater, but I haven't seen any I delays see, uh, on our end. Yeah,
4: I saw a report from uh, Trish Hartman at 6ABC, uh, and she said that uh, Philly is not affected that much. There's not a lot of 737 flights out okay. of uh, Philadelphia International, of course, it uh, we're connected to millions of other airports or hundreds, um, but cajillions, uh, cajillions. P- let <laughs> uh, <laughs> go with that
6: number.
4: <laughs> yeah, cajillions. But anyway, Philly's not Philly's not that bad. <laughs> billion D, yeah, billion, billion D Over dollars. a billion D airports <laughs> were affected by snow. Snow go boom
3: boom.
1: <laughs> but I mean, you could have potentially
3: for um, a cajillion people will be rendered immobile
1: thanks to a winter (laughs) Bibblebob. But, uh, Yeah, I was wondering about that. What if our flight would have gotten canceled? What would they have done? I mean, well, I think go
3: with their original plan, which is to have us take uh, buses down there. Yeah. What is our listing? There's some sort of sub economy list that we're flying down on. Basic economy, yeah, Uh, basic economy, which which honestly means we have to be put on with the luggage.
4: I didn't know until yesterday that this existed. (laughs) We are sub economy apparently. We we are sub economy.
2: (laughs) So the only reason I knew it existed was because um, I was planning a trip, and uh, I work with a travel agent sometimes, and I asked him about that, and he was like, I never book a trip with that type of ticket. He's like, you do not want that ticket. Now, listen, we're just going to Florida. No, it's 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 totally fine. We'll be okay, but that was the only reason. He, like, strongly suggested not booking a ticket like that. He said you have to pay the extra price and just get a regular economy ticket. Well,
3: (laughs) so I went online to book my, you know, to get my seat, you know, try to get my seat. (laughs) All I could get was a a uh, dog carrier between a Shih Tzu and a hundred pounds of bacon.
2: Listen, it's you. You can't choose your seats. Yep. You can't uh, make any flight changes whatsoever. You board last and you sit in the back of the plane. Okay.
3: <laughs> Listen, it's gonna be one.
1: <laughs> I know. I just my I don't care. Once I get on the plane, uh, that's fine. It's two and a half hours, whatever it is. It's an easy, easy flight. I just hope we get on the plane and don't get oh, bumped I- and. Something no, like that I, happens. you
2: still paid for a ticket. I, I don't think they can bump you.
1: They sometimes do. They
2: sometimes
6: do. Yeah, yeah but they have. If I've they never bump understood you, that. If, and you know they who bump goes you, first? Sub economy. Yeah.
2: You have to agree to it. If, if they've overbooked the flight, you have, so they have to get somebody that agrees to it. They have to convince somebody. So they're not just they going to say. They do.
1: But sometimes there, are uh, flights where people won't budge. You've yeah, seen it. they'll be like, uh, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if someone
3: wants to offer up their ticket and you gee, the announcement's going by, yeah, and, yeah. we'll give you two tickets to whatever. And you keep, Time keeps going. I was I'm really serious <laughs> about this. Do they
1: keep sweetening the deal? Come on, you dickheads!
4: They will. They'll keep sweetening the deal. They'll they'll give you miles. They'll give you. They'll offer to pay for the next flight. That type of thing. I was. On- I will use my mouth on you, please. <laughs> nice. uh, that I'd go for. Uh, you, bri- yeah. <laughs> you bribe me with sexual favors. Yeah. That's, that's no problem. Raleigh Durham. I will use
2: my mouth on you. <laughs> yeah. Done. <laughs> I'm the person that doesn't budge. I will never. Well, uh, some, I will never budge. I'll become a flight attendant, start serving drinks before yeah. I get off that plane. Kathy,
4: two years ago, uh, they were going to bump me against my will. I, I, did, I was going flying from Philly to Los Angeles, and I said, "No, I, I'm, I'm on this flight. I paid for my ticket. I really want to get there." Blah blah blah. There was a, a person who was on the plane. That person's spouse was off of the plane. And so the spouse that was off of the plane eventually accepted the deal, Steve, that they were offering up. They the keep sp- upping it, don't they? They keep upping it. So yeah. the spouse then got, the spouse that was on the plane got off the plane, and I was able to take that person's seat. When they do, if
3: they do, and I don't know how the rules are laid out, but let's say someone's got to go. Do they go with the chronology of the booking? In other
1: words, well, you remember that doctor was they last... threw off the plane of the, that Delta flight? Pl- right. Plight. It was a couple of years ago and made a big deal about it. And I think that was the situation where it was like, for some reason or another, you're the one that we've chosen to be kicked out of Is it the Wheel of
3: Passengers? I forgot. Yeah. You're playing the Wheel of Passengers. I
1: forgot what the qualifications
3: were. Well, listen,
2: let's, um, we'll hold out, all of us, hold out, and we'll maybe get a trip somewhere to Alaska or something.
3: Preston, bring a tambourine so we can just sit down in the aisles. Oh, we are (laughs) (laughs)
6: safe.
1: We have a sit-in. Is
2: give um, piece a chance?
1: But they, I, I would imagine, when they when they do make a trade for your seat, uh, I would hope that the ticket they give you doesn't come with restrictions and things that like sucks. that. That yeah, sucks. blackout bumped, dates. Bumped on the next flight. Would it be do? wild
3: if they if they give your seat to someone who looks exactly like you? <laughs> what?
1: Another bald but I mean, guy? But what I mean by that is they not only get you on another flight, but they'll usually offer you in a voucher of some yeah, sort right, for right. another flight, and hopefully that wouldn't be restricted.
3: Coming back from. So.
1: Arizona. Um,
3: there was they. This dude ended up with a deal, and they were. Um, it was a big. It was a big flight. It might have been a seven forty seven or something. I don't know. But uh, I remember him doing really nice, and every you sort to of see everyone start to nod and go. Maybe people Maybe were shit, considering, definitely. but they had to keep sweetening the
4: pot. Yeah, we flew back. Uh, this was when I was a kid, but my family and I got bumped from a flight from Orlando to Philly, and they put all of us in first class on the. And then I've only f- flown first class a few times in my life. But that was a pretty cool experience, and it did, yeah. and it was all five of us got to fly first class on the way home. It's, such, it's like it's like that is like winning a lottery. Exactly. Here's a text It says, "Always check in
1: on the deal, free flights." Uh, it says, uh, "And I've actually gotten home faster by giving up my seat before." Really? Oh, wow. Get you on another flight that leaves sooner. Interesting. I will
2: use my mouth. <laughs> That's I can, interesting. How can you
1: pass that up? You know what? <laughs> I,
2: I was flying once and um, I, I, the flight got cancelled for some reason and Everyone was kind of wait. Oh, there was mechanical difficulties. That's what it was, and everyone was like rushing to find other flights. And yeah. there was a flight that was leaving at the gate right next to where this one was, and people just flocked to that to that gate. I got up front. I got on the plane. I was like, oh yes, this is great. And they were like, there's no seats. I had to turn around and get <sighs> off.
3: <laughs> What's your inclination when something like that you know happens at the airport? There's so this all this whole maelstrom takes place because the plane hasn't come into whatever. Do you let it breathe a little bit and then figure out your plan of attack or you're the kind of person that goes, just starts, you know, I just hit the starts running down and, uh, you know, uh, gets on the phone and starts doing it. I, I like to let it breathe and see
2: what, happens? what the options are. That's because- probably the smarter idea. Right. I'm not. I'm the frantic pan- person. Yeah. I yeah. want to get the hell out of here. I want to get where I'm going. And, yep.
1: yeah. Yeah, I, l- I like to get the details worked out. Hang on. I want to go to Steve. He got a sweet deal. Hi, Steve. Good morning.
2: Hey, you guys rock!
1: Hey, thank you, man. So, uh, what what happened? You were, you were offered a uh, a different flight? Yeah, no.
7: Back in November, I went to Cancun, uh, wow. and they they made like four laps around the uh, waiting area yep. to like offer people stuff. I saw the the flight attendant. She went. She kept on going back to her manager's office, and he and I guess he's like. Yeah, bump it up. They got up to thirty five hundred dollars. <laughs> I didn't take it, but um, yeah, I wanted to. I mean, it was just it was really thirty five hundred. That. Damn,
3: that's that's, that's really. That's they started with a copy of The Last Dragon on VHS. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. They got to thirty five
3: hundred dollars. But honestly, stop and think about it. To the person who's traveling, who's really not uh, beholding to any time constraints. Yes. Why not? Especially
1: if, uh, thanks for your call, by the way, especially if you're leaving from home. Yes. Okay, if you're already at your destination yeah. and you're coming back, that's a little more difficult because where am I going to stay? Right. What am I going to do right. for the next 12 hours or however long right. it is? Right. But if you're here, if you're in Philly, you're like, all right, pop in the city, get a bite to eat, hang out for a little bit, and then go back to the airport or go back home or whatever it is. and and uh So
3: tomorrow we may not be on the air. We might be enjoying our new $3,500 windfall.
1: Yes. <laughs> That'd be nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, here I have, uh, Emily. Hi, Emily. Good morning.
9: Hi, good morning. Gadzook. Gadzook. Gadzook.
1: So you got offered a deal, right?
9: Yeah. So I was flying to Brazil for work actually. So my flight, I didn't even pay for it. And I ended up getting bumped from first class to business class, like, Ooh, big deal. And, um, I, cause there was something wrong with the seat. They gave me a thousand dollar voucher.
1: And you're on the and- flight. And yeah, oh
9: yeah, and fifty thousand miles. And this is because I was flying United, and it was like two weeks after that doctor
3: got them. Oh wow! Oh, so they were on their best behavior. That was United. I thought that was Delta. Okay, yeah, was it? Okay,
1: she's right, I guess. Emily.
3: When I first saw the thing up here on the on the call screen,er I thought you were offered between one and fifty thousand dollars. I'm like, oh. oh, that's a great deal. <laughs> uh, so, but the fact that you're able to stay on the flight and just had to do a little bit of a you know, downgrade. That's awesome. Yeah.
9: Yeah, it was amazing. And I ended up using the $1,000 voucher to fly first class round trip uh, for a trip with my friends. And then I used my 50,000 miles. I cashed them in and I ended up buying all my boyfriend's Christmas presents.
6: Wow. (laughs) That's awesome.
9: Uh Several hundred
3: dollars worth of stuff. No, that's, that's very cool. I wonder what I wonder. Thanks. Most people don't know about these things that they do. So I think if you were to inquire, yeah. you know, when the when the word goes up, when somebody, for example, when the first announcement comes up, when they say this, you say, "I'll do this right now," but I'm not doing it for that. Can you can you go up to the ticket counter and and you know if you if it's obviously a, a clearly yeah. w- very overbooked flight, right? Is do you have? I mean, is that something that you can some do? Go and say, power. listen, yeah, maybe, maybe, give, give me, give me, uh, you know, two thousand dollars and
1: a dollars It
2: seems like, yeah. that Year, might be the case.
1: Years ago, we we had a guy on called the the Travel Detective, and he he called in a few times and and gave us some interesting tips. And I'd read part of his book, and and he said if you're a regular traveler and you want to get things like you know uh, perks and bumped up and so on and so forth like that, the person that you need to get to know is the person at the counter. Yeah, and always always be nice to them. Oh, yes. Because they can, they can do things for you and if you're a regular traveler and you come you go to a regular gate, there's usually the same people working there. Mm-hmm. Be nice to them. Bring little tchotchkes or something like that. Hey, good to see you again. He like advised
3: that. at the they time could. with c- CDs, or he had like like right. little
1: little yeah.
4: like or like things you just have and say hey, you you like this band or whatever. Yeah, President yeah. Steve calendars, President for example. Steve calendars, yeah. yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, and Timo is uh, the name of the guy that works at the American Gate. He listens to the President Steve show. Ah. Shout out to Antimo. What's up, Timo? <laughs>
3: Uh, I am, you can I, make that $3,500 checkout to the yeah. Steve show.
2: Um, I am always nice to uh, the people that check you in. Yep. Just so when I put my bag up on the scale and it's 53 pounds, I'm like, please let it go, please okay. let
3: it go, please we'll let, let it go. Do you do that thing where you bite
1: your lower lip and go,
6: oh, I'm oh. a bad girl. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm a
2: okay.
1: bad girl. Well, well, we'll have our own experience in... Sub-economy class, what is it?
4: Basic economy. Basic economy. Do you know what happens in this? I just
3: found out, President, on the airline's uh, page, it says, you don't get any food, but after the stewardess
1: eats her lunch, she comes and breathes in your face. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Number one show in Philadelphia, folks. <laughs> These are the perks we get.
2: Listen, I know, I know you're wrapping up, but somebody on the phone line says it, that they usually bump the people that check in last. So I think we'll be okay. Marissa will get bumped. Uh,
1: you well, what, it, yeah. It's hard to bump you out of steerage. Hang on. <laughs> well, let, let me go to, to Jennifer. That's who that is because she she worked for an airline and, and she's been on hold for a while. Hey, hey, Jennifer, good morning. Hey, good
9: morning. You guys are. Hey.
1: Thank oh. you, Jennifer. What's up? So I
9: work a major airline for 12 years and there's there is a system so who gets bumped so they when they overbook they assume that somebody's not going to show up because somebody always doesn't show up but after that it, it doesn't go according to your kind of ticket it's the order that you've checked in, and then it's volunteers. There's, It's very organized. I know when you get to the gate, it doesn't seem that way. Yeah. But they do have a system. And whenever I would work an overbooked flight, it always went very smoothly. As long as you pre-plan and you have a plan in place for those people that you want to ask, a lot of people are very cooperative.
3: Okay. So, Jennifer, it was my understanding that years and years and years ago, like in the early 50s when they had a situation like this, they would do bare-knuckle fighting to see who,
6: <laughs> who would get on. They would
3: actually dip their hands yeah.
1: in glass. In glass. In blue and yeah. glass.
6: <laughs> Made
1: it entertaining. Yeah, I, I, I want business glass. Thank you, Jennifer. Marissa?
10: I just want to, for the record, state that I check in 24 hours ahead of time so that I can show up, show up. 45 okay. minutes before, before the, the game. Yes, That's
2: what I was thinking. <laughs> so I'm
10: always checked in. I'm good.
2: You're checked in. You just get to the airport right on time. Yeah. Who wants wait <laughs> right at the airport?
1: If you're traveling today, you might see... Yes, at the airport, because we're headed to FLA tomorrow. We need to take a quick break. A couple things to tell you about. We have a hottie cam. The ladies of the Tilted Kilt are here. uh, And we have uh, Kendall and Samantha, Kendall and Sam, who are currently on the hottie cam. They're from the uh, Sicklerville location of the Tilted Kilt. Uh, So we have that. And also a chance for to win free Dunkin' Ice coffee for an entire year. Uh, We have the emoji code. So check our social media accounts. Uh, we have that posted. If you can decipher the code later on, jot that down because later on we'll ask you to call in with that, and the winner gets free Dunkin' iced coffee for an entire year. We'll come back in just a moment. The Bizarre Files on the way next. 93.3
8: WMMR presents an epic co-headline summer tour with Corn oh, and an Allison Chase. Saturday, August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion with special guests Under oath. Tickets on sale now ticketmaster.com. Corn and Allison Chains North American Tour, August 3rd at BB&T Pavilion. <laughs> Presented by 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: Hey, I have a $50 gift card, uh, to give away for Tilt to Kilt. Nice. And I'll take call number seven at 215-263 WMMR, lucky number seven. And, uh, you can head out and use that, uh, joining. Brent Porsche on Saturday as he does the live broadcast from 3 to 7 p.m. on Saturday at the Tilted Kilt in Sicklerville. And they're also going to be doing uh, concert ticket giveaways there each hour, and that includes uh, Fleetwood Mac, Foles, Slayer, and Dead & Company. My (laughs) God, is that an eclectic mix of concert tickets. Something for everybody. (laughs) From Fleetwood Mac to Slayer? Fleetwood Mac, Foles, Slayer, and the Dead & Company. (laughs) Uh, So those will be given away that day. So several things going on this morning. I want to make sure that we have all the information for you. Uh, We have a chance for you to win uh, Dunkin' Ice Coffee for a year with an emoji code. Uh, So go to uh, all of our social media accounts. You'll see the emoji codes, a series of emojis. that spells out a phrase. Decipher that. Write it down. Later on, we'll ask you to call in and win free Dunkin' Ice Coffee for an entire year. And coming up around 9-ish or after 9, we have a concert announcement this morning. A really cool one. And I believe we'll have some tickets to give away in conjunction yep. with that. It is. So, You're going to love it. A lot taking place today. Uh, we have some guests coming up, but let's do the Bizarre File, shall we? Now,
0: bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre.
1: Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre File. And it is brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville. With with everything you need for the great outdoors to Sometimes that holla. Oh, I can't believe uh-oh. that Nick actually said that. Just, it's, it's not, That's man. not processed. And I hear it for years, and just every once in a while just rings <laughs> very true in my ears. Uh, so anyhow, uh, French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville. Everything you need for the great outdoors beyond on. All the big-name brands, they have them. So visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional information. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody, else? anybody else? Yes, I'm a treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the NYPD is investigating claims, listen to this, that a Brooklyn police officer's body camera inadvertently recorded audio of her performing oral on her boss inside a, squa- a squad oh, car no. while on the job. Oh, no. That is a perk of the body cam I had not even anticipated. uh uh-uh. During a recent midnight tour in East New York's 75th Precinct, the officer and her sergeant purportedly started getting frisky inside their car with the female cop tucking her body camera into her vest, thinking that it was off. But during the action, the camera switched on, capturing audio that left little to the imagination.
3: No video, though.
1: The female officer can be heard gushing to her lover about the apparent sex act after they were done. So they were talking about it afterwards. Uh, the, I hope you're familiar with the penal code. The recorded rendezvous was likely uncovered by a precinct superior during a routine review of the couple's body camera footage after their shift.
3: You have the right to remain
1: engorged. Uh, the claims are under internal review. I have no idea what kind of uh, repercussions. they uh, My guess is that. they're looking at promotions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. you are a go-getter. That was awesome <laughs> Uh this is I've never heard of a story like this before. Chickens in a school farm in northwestern France are believed to have grouped together and killed a fox. What? Yes. The chickens ganged up and said enough now when you look at the numbers, you can understand why. The unusual incident was uh, took place after the fox entered the coop with 3,000 hens. Love the odds. Through an automatic hatch door, which closed immediately. There was a herd instinct, and they attacked him with their beaks. That's according to, Pas- to Pascal Daniel, uh, the head of farming at the agricultural school. Uh, the body of the small fox was found the following day in a corner of the coop. Uh, the uh, He said that it had blows to its neck, and those were blows from beaks. Uh, the farm is Beak blows. home to up to 6,000 free-range chickens who were kept in a five-acre site. They finally said, Preston, not again. Yeah, the coop is kept open during the day, and most of the hens spend their daytime outside. They can be quite tenacious when they are in a pack, according to the witness. So they actually killed the fox. Never heard of that. Here's a follow up story. A Tennessee judge was in no mood for nonsense Tuesday after a hearing for a defendant accused of dipping his testicles in salsa that a customer ordered from a Mexican restaurant earlier this year. We had yeah. heard about that. Yes, yeah, so it's a follow up. Yeah. So court judge Robert Hedrick reportedly snapped and said, What are you laughing about, Mr. Webb, when he heard? chuckling in his courtroom. Mm -hmm. He said, there is nothing about this situation that I find cute or funny. It's abhorrent.
3: Now, had it been horsey sauce,
1: that would have been a hoot. The defendant, uh, Howard Matthew Webb, pleaded guilty to an amended charge of misdemeanor assault and offensive touching. Webb reportedly laughed after entering his plea, drawing the judge's ire. Yeah. The defendant was arrested last month and initially charged with felony adulteration of food liquids or pharmaceuticals. Female driver with whom Webb had tagged along with, recorded Webb allegedly in the act posted the video online saying that it was retribution for an 89-cent tip for an almost 30-minute drive. Uh, Webb was sentenced to six months of supervised probation and is required to attend daily alcohol counseling sessions for three months. The delivery driver was not charged and has been fired from her job.
4: Probably shouldn't laugh in court, but... It is pretty funny. Well, of course it is. Yes. Yeah. Just laugh after
1: yeah. the sentence. You can you can stifle yeah. it yeah. right while you're in front of the bench. A, I showed Kathy this picture yesterday. Hmm. A koala in an Australian wildlife sanctuary has become an unlikely social media star after an image of the macho marsupial went viral. If our interns could search under the world's sexiest koala, <laughs> I would like for you to see this picture. I love koala bears. Uh, Rogue is his name. Rogue the koala struck the suggestive pose at the Crumbin Wildlife Sanctuary on Australia's Gold Coast, and the photographer Ross Long captured the image and posted it to his Instagram account, quickly turning Rogue into a star. The caption that accompanied the image was, Draw me like one of your French
6: girls, Jack. <laughs> so we're looking at
1: this. He's lounging in a yeah, tree. That's hilarious. And the <laughs> the shape his body takes is almost like a male model. Yeah, so cute. Going, you know, feast your eyes, ladies. <laughs> Don't it's, worry, I did the gentleman's talk. It's hilarious. He's, uh, it says, he said, you may have seen our very own superstar koala rogue doing during the rounds on social media recently, according to the Wildlife Sanctuary. He has gained international headlines for being the world's sexiest koala and is now an online megastar. It's pretty damn funny. Uh, police are investigating reports of someone stealing underwear from the boys' change room at the Simcoe Recreation Center. You don't look at me. Yeah, but, uh, The OPP says investigators... <laughs> Determined unknowns have removed underwear from the room on three separate occasions since the beginning of the new year, while kids were swimming. How creepy is that? Thereby, yeah, I know. Uh, police began investigating. What in this world! After the last theft, and anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers. That
3: underwear theft and that stuff like at gym's takes place more than you would imagine. You know what? I,
1: I bet you're yeah. right. A yeah. Bunch, of, bunch of pervs out yeah, there. They, they enjoy it. All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you in uh, the Bizarre File for now. Uh, let's take a break, but I'm going to give away some passes to Club Ruskay because Alexis Texas is coming to town. Uh, and Alexis will be performing. She's got a few different shows. The one we're going to send you to is Friday, March 22nd at Club Ruskay in Philly. You have to be at least 21 years of age. Uh, Call number 18, you get it, 215-263-WMMR, and you can visit ClubRisque.com for information on all three of her Club Risque appearances, March 21st through the 23rd. Uh, We'll come back in a moment. Uh, Mo Mandel, uh, who's going to be at Punchline, will be in our studio in a little bit. We're also going to have Christina Hendricks on the show. Yeah. And the ladies of the Tilted Kilt in Sickleville are on our hottie camera. We'll be right back.
6: Sick. 93.3
0: 93.3 WMMR. Online. Online, on demand, and on and. Including our digital HD signal. The best sounding MMR there is. WMMR HD and HD2. The MM Archives channel.
1: You guys know how terrible my memory is. And last time we, we had a comedian and I said, Hey, it's always great to meet new friends. And he's like, Yeah, I've been here before. <laughs> Listen, we have a lot of people through here. So I hope I'm not going to make the same mistake right now.
7: (laughs) It's always nice to meet new friends. How dare you? (laughs) I served you coffee this morning, you...
1: Yeah, well, I wasn't
7: sure. I forgot I was on XM for a second. He'll be
1: performing at uh, Punchline uh, tonight,
7: Friday, Saturday. This is Mo Mandela. It's good. It's gets weird to walk into a radio station early, no coffee, sleep deprived, and there's like eight gorgeous women who are <laughs> scantily clad. Like, right to our, tr- like,
5: like, oh, okay, let's just
7: get this day going right away. <laughs> Welcome to captain. Terrestrial. Yeah, I like yeah it. exactly. Right. Well done. I think I have seen you guys. Maybe I was here in 2013 uh, doing my Philly tour, and it went very well. So I waited eight years to come back. I think so. I think so. You like to space them out every eight years when yeah, you have a hit. Yeah, I'll but, see you guys uh, when Trump's on his eighth term. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: when they change the law. Yeah, he'll He'll be changing that (laughs) too. Exactly. Uh, Well, listen, uh, welcome to our show. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm really intrigued about uh, the... Uh, podcast that you do mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, is it mainly about sex and well interaction with the- I'm,
7: da- I'm dating this uh, doctor of sexual medicine who's a urologist named uh, dr. Ashley winter uh-huh. and we do this podcast called the full release which is kind of like love line <laughs> and we take sex questions although I'm gonna have to murder her because she was on dr. drew yesterday what? and this is how she introed me yeah I do the podcast with my boyfriend who's a comedian End of plug. Oh. Well done, babe. So now that they, they just have to Google uh, comedian boyfriend and then just sift through nine thousand Google pages. Right. So yeah. you, your yeah.
3: mind starts like sort of spinning when, you like, a, a, your, your girlfriend's a. a female, you know, she's a urologist. Yeah. She's got so pensions. she basically looks at like
7: 87 penises a day. Damn, right. And then so, I have to pull mine out and she goes, oh, well, top 15. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not know, bad it's better than my 3 o'clock. I'll give you that. Well, Mo, she, uh,
4: she plugged the podcast on Twitter yesterday as well and didn't give you a plug there either. Yes, mm-hmm. so we're going to, we have some real domestic things to talk about here, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it is a little, the only thing I tell myself
7: is if you're a penis dog, you can say that word. On yes, penis, absolutely. You know. If you can say doctor, it, if if you can say <laughs> doctor. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not seeing the good ones, right? Like, no one's going yeah. to the doctor, like, what are you here for? Uh, a high five. You know what I mean? Like, there's probably some reason, you know, so I tell myself that. She well, sees
2: the bad ones. She, well, no, she's, that's,
6: that's not she's true. a variety,
7: but, you know, I mean, they're probably not just, uh she's probably not doing a lot of, like, Reduction surgeries. I'm well, guessing. Well, exactly.
6: So, so you go to you go to a urologist. It's not
3: uh, well. The the, the one hundred the, the most common uh, issue treated is microphallus. It's your, it's urinary f- issues. It's what? not. It doesn't mean you have small junk. No,
7: no, no, not at all. There's yeah. a ton of there's a million things. But anyway, it's been fun to do the podcast, and uh, she's taught me a lot about my own stuff. Yeah, you know, because she knows the area. We don't even have sex a lot. Sometimes she just sort of gives me a judo strike on the right side of it. And I, I blast out a gold coin. I didn't even know. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't even know that. Happened. Happening. That's but badass. Secret. Yeah. Can she I knows- tell you a secret? And wait, ladies, you, you might get this. Find this interesting. I didn't know women had to wipe down there after they pee till I was 19 years old. What, really? What?
1: You not have sisters? No. Or, and I grew
7: up in the friends? country, and I would see friends. Why would I? How would I? Friends? Female friends? Yeah. At 19, your female friends are always inviting you into the bathroom to watch them clean. You got to see this. No. Here's the reason: is I grew up in the country, and I would see my mom pee in the garden. Because that's how... You would watch your mom pee well, I in the garden? Wa- would, she would be down there. That's in the country. That's oh. how that works. Your mom just pees on the food that she then serves her family. <laughs> and <laughs> I would see her down there and she wouldn't wipe. She'd just kind of give it a good mom stomp, yes. and that was that. Oh my and God. then, what? yeah, she so just sort of like kind of right. shake it out.
1: Here's something I'll admit. So I do have a sister. She's older than me, and I thought for the longest time that girls didn't poop at all because... I saw sometimes she wouldn't flush a toilet and there was just toilet paper in there. Toilet paper and pee. Bam! That's, that, that's too perfect. Too that's actually lo- good so deductive reasoning.
7: By that logic, you also didn't know women wiped after they peed. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. 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 It's quite possible. It's <laughs> interesting. I, and I remember the first time I found out. We, this girl, we're going to have sex, and it, we're in the woods, and she's like, do you have any toilet paper? I'm like, uh, if you do that out here, I'm just going to leave you out here. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, that's what women have to do. I'm like, oh, well, that's not what my mom does when I watch her pee. And then that was the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> That was the end of prom right there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, you, But you, you learn a lot in the woods, don't you? Well, when you live in the country, that's how your sex life works. You yeah. just sort of trespass and get laid at the same time. You know? Where's the country? Where'd you grow up? A little town called Boonville, California. Boonville. Boonville. Yeah. It's okay. about three hours north of San Francisco, right where that meth-wine intersection. is. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> meth meets wine? Meth meets wine, yeah. So, Ooh, so, so meth is uh, oaky with a hint of theraflu. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like the theraflu. Yeah.
7: It's good stuff. And um, that's what... The, um, the sponsoring my comedy tour. Okay.
3: <laughs> when you're when you're so when you're living out there though, and it, it's 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 a different thing. You have media, If if you want to go explore, if you're dating a girl, you just wander off into the woods.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of outdoor yeah. sex and. Lot yeah, of outdoor a lot se- of A lot of, of uh, a yeah. lot of, you know, uh, wildlife kind of peeping on you as yeah. you're getting it done. It, you know, a lot of voyeuring raccoons. As <laughs> raccoons love it, Yeah, yeah, they're a horny bunch. Yeah. We, so
3: we, we, uh, it's funny too. Whenever you say you're from California, it's like you know I'm, I'm from New York, but everyone, you know, oh, you're from Manhattan. They, you're from Los Angeles. No, I'm
7: from the country. I'm from the part of uh, California where there's no Me Too allegations. <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> I live in L. A. Now, batch? where it's just like. Uh, I haven't been accused of anything, which makes me feel like my career really sucks. Because that's <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> how that's how you judge how you're doing in uh, you know showbiz. If no one's accusing you of anything, you know you really haven't made a name. It's for not yourself. happening. Yeah. Yeah. I used
5: to watch documentary called Murder Mountain, and it was uh... that's
7: that takes place near me. Yeah, yeah really. So,
5: so that's the thing. I, Humboldt County, and you always heard about Humboldt Weed. So you, I just assumed that it was like a you know love peaceful area where you know people just smoke pot well it's p- interesting because
7: it was when okay. my parents moved up there it was like we're just smoking weed <laughs> and then obviously these cartels are like we're gonna sell weed <laughs> let's <laughs> just move out into those mountains and buy it all up so growing up you know it was a lot of like if you go hiking even on our own property that my parents own they're like don't go to that side oh. because uh we think people are growing over there now so, Mo, you, so-,
3: we, so what are we talking from uh south of the border cartels making their way up there or
7: what what I don't know. I mean, we... to be honest, I'll be honest with you. I was just trying to sound cool. So, you know, I, I, really, no, I have no idea. Like, cartels might be uh, a stretch. <laughs> I, I, I don't it's just know. a dude with weed. Like, oh oh my the God. guys with guns. That seems so far I didn't north. ask for their uh, you know, library cards, but uh, they seemed uh Cartel friendly. <laughs>
5: Still pretty dangerous. I mean, watch the documentary. Yeah, it doesn't look
7: fun. Yeah, no, I know. I, I uh don't you love Netflix documentaries, oh by the my way? God. It's like the They're best awesome. way to not feel dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you haven't read a book since high school, you watch half a Netflix documentary before you get on Red Tube and you're like, Well, I'm pretty much a college professor now. You know, you just have like one fact you're waiting <laughs> yeah. to drop. What's Please. your favorite? What's your favorite? I just, of the, I'm of like the as a Jew I try to watch a lot of Hitler documentaries just yeah. so I can, you know, stay informed about what he's up to. You know? <laughs>
3: you know he's dead.
7: Well, yeah. you know, they say that, you know, there's a lot of rumors. <laughs> but uh, i learned I watched one the other day, and I learned this, which I thought was fascinating that uh, Hitler for his whole life was a vegetarian, yes, which uh I hope for health reasons, you know <laughs> I, hope, I hope it wasn 't just like, God, I feel bad, you know right, <laughs> right. <laughs> just feel really guilty, but that 's just so weird to me it 's just weird when you know extra things about terrible people, yes, you know what I mean like I want to know you 're a, a serial killer, not like you 're a serial killer, and you 're allergic to pineapple you know what right. I mean like i don 't want to know. Stuff, but it's just it's weird that to think of like Hitler in that context, like he was like in a, giving a speech sometime, like
6: we're gonna kill the Jews, we're
7: gonna kill them. Is there a fish option, by the way? After
6: <laughs> this, <activists?
7: laughs> <laughs> I really try to avoid meat if I can. It's just it's just bizarre, uh, you know. He
3: was vegetarian. He was he was uh, he was an artist. He, he was, was basically
7: a hipster. I think, Let's just say hipster, he had a weird yeah. mustache. A vegetarian, an artist. I mean, he belongs to <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia. Kind of
1: exactly. I think he stopped fully eating meat when his like his sister died, and he saw her as a piece of meat. Yes, like He was that. like,
7: "I he can't was... do it, but I can't kill six million people." Right? You know, it's a weird. Uh... I'll, I'll tell
3: you where that whole Holocaust vibe, probably uh, alleged Holocaust, Holocaust emanated from. He, um, he apparently had dramatically severe flatulence
7: all of his life because of the vegetarianism.
3: Yes, that's what yeah. his
7: doctor honestly thought. Right, right. right. I'm not kidding. That's yeah. what they really thought. Which is like, if I was, if I was McDonald's. That would be my slogan. <laughs> Hitler was a vegetarian.
4: <laughs> Eat meat. Yeah. What a perfect way to, you know. Do you yeah. not like learning these God. things because it, it, it almost humanizes it them? It humanizes them. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it, I,
7: it makes me think if I went to dinner with Hitler and he was eating a salad and I got a steak, he would be judging me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a Jew, so he'd probably be doing some of that anyway. But yeah. it's just a, it's a weird thing that he'd be like, you know, if I'm eating dinner with Hitler and I'm telling him about the Holocaust, you know, you and done that, he'd be like, well, you should watch Forks Over Knives on Netflix. (laughs) I really tell you a lot about the beef industry.
3: Do, do you think there was ever a time when, when that veneer came down and he, he could sit down with, to dinner with you? You're, like, oh, yeah, you're Jewish, all right. Is,
7: do I think, I mean, you know, society's moving has, so quickly, you know, I'd like to think if Hitler was alive now, he'd have like a slightly more open <laughs> Actually, it doesn't seem like things are opening up in that area, so probably not. <laughs> slightly more open mind. It seems a little bit more agreeable now.
1: You mentioned Netflix on, uh, you know, having great documentaries. Uh, they, I was reading a stat today that the average person watches Netflix about two hours a day. Holy which hell. Which seems like a bit much it does I, I was kind of surprised well as
7: a comic on the road i can tell you that's not too much <laughs> yeah, yeah i would
1: imagine because right. i
7: after this show i work at uh seven thirty. so uh, <laughs> there's a lot of time Dude, but why are they all about serial killers
3: because that you look at dateline you look at anything like that the murder... People it, eat it up. It, people... Lo- I'm yeah. fascinated. Did you watch the Ted Bundy? Uh, I watch all of them, and it's stupid.
7: It's the only fact... I didn't like it. Well, it's the, like, there's no reason you have to know about it. Yeah. Like, you're, even if you get kidnapped by a serial killer, you're never going to be like, all right, quick, what year did Ted Bundy graduate junior college? You know, like, there's no reason you have to know this stuff. But can I... Uh, this is uh, something I've tried to talk about in my act a little bit, and it, right. it never works. Right. But I do think it's an interesting thing with what's happening with uh, all the horrible violence in this country... If you're a serial killer right now, you have to feel kind of marginalized, right? Because mass shooters are just stealing the spotlight. <laughs> and if you think about it, they kill way more people, and they work so much less. Yeah, like they don't put any hours in. They don't. Rent, they don't drive a semi truck. You know, they don't go to the DMV to get that class A license. They don't yeah, even bury their bodies. own bodies. Yeah, these yeah. kids don't know how to work anymore. You're You're
3: right.
7: <laughs> you think if you're a serial killer, you're watching this, you're like, that doesn't count. <laughs> you know, that's not what it's all. There's no art in that. Yeah. Back in my day, the yeah. Yeah, we used to, to stalk them. our victims, you know, <laughs> like the night stalkers and serial killers. Must look at mass shooters the way comedians look at YouTube stars. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> like this is garbage. I mean, yeah, you have high numbers, but that's not. There's something. Like, like, this doesn't mean anything. And yeah. Dean used to actually tan their hides. Right. Literally. <laughs> have you eaten any, any your, your of your victims? Have you eaten them? No, exactly. And also, I'll say this for serial killers: at least they don't kill themselves. They stick around. To see what kind of nickname they're going to get, and you got to respect that.
3: They you just got, just got a guy who uh, who he's he's now. Th- originally he had been uh they thought 1819 which puts him you know decidedly in the serial killer realm it's but legal I don't now, know where the
7: story's going now but, they, um, now they say it could go it
3: could be as high as a hundred people oh and apparently he has a photographic memory and he's that's what he claims he's drawing uh, he's drawing what they look like so they can help find these people but yeah you're right the, the serial killer seldom takes his own life he, he could't he couldn't have a serial series of deaths it's just we a weird yeah.
7: it's a weird thing to think about because they're obviously all horrible but at least compared to mass shooters serial killers uh exhibit traditional american values <laughs> you know working hard year after year you know sacrificing <laughs> and for the right reasons
1: right uh mo you mentioned something i'd never even considered you know that they're able to find out what their nickname is and i wonder which of them you know
7: Hmm. Is disappointed.
1: <laughs> BTK that doesn't yeah. quite roll off. Right, the exactly.
7: Tongue. I just love this image of them going through the paper like, "Oh, it's out! It's out! It's out!" And they go through like, oh, oh, "Come on, Bushkiller, Come on, Bush- Oh, the small penis minivan butt snuggler. Damn it! What? That's not why I went to serial killer. College. <laughs> why don't they
5: all name them all that? Like, you know, yeah, dude, hundred percent.
7: Night Stalker. If I could change my name right now to no, Night Stalker Mandel, there's right. no way I would. I'd have sold out every show already.
6: Right? They name like,
7: them. They name themselves
3: sometimes. Though when they they'll send their little Zodiac, manifesto yeah. and they well. they'll sign it and that's so th- I guess if anything to be is to be learned from this just
7: name yourself before they do it right? well, why doesn't the media just like there was another killing we think it was dandruff herpes. Balls, the yeah, horrible uh, killer, dandruff, herpes, yes. balls. That's what he's known for. Because that's what he has. All three. Yes. Uh, poopy man. pants, Paul. Yeah, so like strikes wha- again. Yeah. Don't give him a good one. Po- po- right. Poopy pants, Paul. Right. If you have a an eighth grader writing the headline, <laughs> doesn't matter. If it's for a junior high school newspaper, that would be a perfect. His uh... <laughs> right. name Paul. That'd be worse. My name is. My name is. My name's not even Ethan. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: Nathan. Yeah.
1: Uh, If you're just tuning in, it's uh, Mo Mandela's here is going to be at uh, Punchline this weekend. Uh, And it's uh, uh, people are going to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day this weekend. So it's going to be a pretty fired
7: up time in the city, I would think. Wow. You know what? I honestly didn't even I swear to God, I didn't even know that. You start to
3: lose track. Now You you, you work a lot, obviously. And and I did stand up for, for a while, a brief period. When you're out and you're you're doing uh, like uh, stuff on the road, it, it, it all becomes a blur. So, are, are you? Do you travel well when you get to a town? Do you do? You- do you go out and do things? Do you just, you know, what's your. What's your uh, I'm MO? like such
7: a hacky traveler. Are like you? Like, as soon as I landed yesterday, I was like, better get a cheesesteak. <laughs> 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 it's just like, it's so lame. You're going to do it. I ever, honestly don't eat. Like, I would not be in LA, like, let me get a steak sandwich at 3.40 in the <laughs> afternoon. That'll be the perfect idea. But right. yeah, I do this, I do all the hacky stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm going to probably go see the bell that you guys got here. It's boring as hell. It doesn't sound fun. Yeah, it's incredible. But boring. I'll just do it because do it. I'll go to the Rocky thing. I, I think
3: yeah. there's, there's a certain problem. Protocol that says
7: you need to get
3: the touristy stuff out of the way.
7: Yeah, yeah it goes it's weird. Someone's like, "Oh, I heard you went to Philly. Yeah, great laser tag arena. You know what I mean? Like, you have to like, <laughs> you gotta like do the stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it is a weird kind of traveling because you know you you go by yourself, so it's just such a weird like. It's something if you're like you know you, you know taking a hike by yourself or this that. But when you're just like. Out on a day in Philadelphia alone, <laughs> like it's yeah. just—it's uh, weird. You know, you end up like eating alone. You go to the museum alone. You do this so, but you well, get—you get good at it.
4: It's just—but
3: yeah. it's still weird.
4: It, yeah, It's just—it it is weird. Yeah. yeah. If you do the Rocky Steps, just keep going into the museum because the steps are cool and it's a neat view of the city. But then there's an entire world-class art museum right behind it, dude. That's not how people do it now. We just travel for Instagram. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just doing it for the gram, man. I was, I was at the flower <laughs> show last weekend and there were three what looked to be Instagram models walking around and they had their phones with them yep. the whole time, and they the reason that they were at the flower show was not to observe any of the flowers, it was to get I'll the I'll tell phones. you what
7: was very disappointing. I went to a party, my only ever party, at the Playboy Mansion, like about a couple months before it closed, and I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be orgies. Is this is going to be amazing. <laughs> and I go there. It was midsummer night stream. Just hot chicks Instagramming themselves mm. the whole time. It, right? it was nothing sexy about it. Just, yeah. It was like just girls staring at their phone, everyone tagging Playboy Party, and I was like, uh, listen, t- I should have been in the 80s when I was like drowning in cocaine, <laughs> like when James Con was there. Yeah, whether, when whatever. James Con was committing a Me Too movement every three seconds, most likely <laughs> towards just the end. Guessing, of those, don't want to throw another tough Jew under the bus, but uh those midnight, those parties,
3: you could buy. Uh, we were talking about it on air one time, and a couple of our listeners said, "Yeah, we we went to to those. I'm like, how did you get in? You could you uh, when he was throwing them, you could buy your way into him, no problem, right? Yeah. I mean they, they just." They went out,
7: this I, is how unsexy the party was. I spent most of the time looking at the little spider monkeys in the cage, yeah. <laughs> which they have these like oh monkeys all over the place. I was like, at least they're like not taking pictures of themselves. No, you're right. There's, uh, and I, there might I, be some sex going on. You I know find, what I mean? Those monkeys are frisky.
1: I find it decidedly unattractive when a hot girl's just staring at her phone the whole time. I right. Mean, it's, what a waste. I mean, come on.
7: It, it's just, it's a weird, like, time, too, because, like, as a uh, comedian, your whole thing is, like, trying to get popular on the internet. Yeah. And, like, I'll make what I think are very funny posts, and I've been doing this 15 years. I've obviously, uh, I know how to be funny. And then I'll be like, oh, I got uh, eight likes. And I'll look at, like, random hot chick on <laughs> skateboard, 600 likes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, there's zero competing. Like, the, the perviness of the Instagram audience is clearly very, very high. Well, it's we wild.
1: Were, we were talking about that, uh, that cheating scandal with the yeah. Yeah, the universities, you, I'm sure you saw this. Uh... Dude, I
7: just sent them to my mom, and I was like, and you say you love me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, really. Well, it was interesting because Lori Laughlin and I uh, was not it, Felicity Huffman, yeah. got caught yeah, cheating for their, their kids' entry exams on the same day that that high-ranking Catholic priest got sent to jail. So it was just a tough day for people who love kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Instagram post, eight likes. Yeah. 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 No, but but uh, what do you think of that? Do you well, think? Uh, who was it?
1: Is it uh, Lori Laughlin's daughter? It, it's, it's Lori right. Yeah, she's an Instagram She's an Instagram influencer, yeah. 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 one of those. And, uh, yeah, there's your perfect example. Yeah, but they're
7: the... just so unfair to her and, like, all these kids. Because, like, I was watching, like, I hate how CNN is such a crappy news organization now. That they This is a story for them. I was looking online. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look what she said about her college experience. And they cut to one of her Instagram posts, and she's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to study that much. And I'm like, yeah. Every 19-year-old has said that. Like, what do you like? Yeah. But in context,
3: we said the in same context, thing because it makes news. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is that and that's the, if you learn the story as it goes, she didn't want to go to college. She's been making a ton of money off the Instagram stuff. She's a, an influencer for Sephora. Yeah. So the parents say, no, we didn't go to college. You've got to go to college. So they, they get her into college. And now she might lose the Sephora thing because of this whole thing she didn't want to do in the Yeah, first it's not going to
7: be good for her uh I guess you'd call it her career I don't know yeah. what that is but it is like how dumb must these kids be you're going to like high level l a private schools you know they all have tutors and you still can't get in without like a hundred thousand dollar bribe <laughs> I know like that's really high level dumb
3: but mm-hmm. it's it's wild to see this and we talked about this earlier had this have just been the people minus uh l- Lori Laughlin and uh Felicity huffman the focus would not have been anywhere near what it is right now. Oh, there's a scandal right. at
7: that- Hollywood. You just be like, ah, white people up to their old tricks. You know what I mean? You wouldn't. You wouldn't uh, put the Hollywood thing. But I want to know is. Why is William H Macy so not involved in this right? story? Yeah. That's like,
6: what I keep saying. It's
7: so weird. They're like, "Hey, it's the mother's job." And, you know, it's just like it seems so sexist. Like, like William H Macy's, like, what? We yeah. were paying a hundred thousand dollars for that. <laughs> well, I had no way. He was too busy having a ponytail to know that was what was going on. I mean, well,
2: they haven't even mentioned him. Not at any all. Of the story.
7: Yeah, and also it's weird that uh, not to show how hip I am, but Takashi 69 is this oh. famous rapper. Oh, we know well. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's the. Best Best Instagram guy ever. He's in jail right now. Yeah, he murdered all these people. What are the allegedly? I don't know if he murdered people, but whatever. He's allegedly did a bunch of crimes. His bail was seven hundred fifty thousand (laughs) dollars. Lori laughlin's was a million (laughs) dollars. Like what? Like what did she do? Like she obviously had the high level. My brother's a lawyer. He's like they must be like really legit charges to jack it up like that. And
2: hers was more than Felicity Huffman's. Yeah,
3: Felicity Huffman paid fifteen grand. That's the deal. That's what they're saying. That And Lori Loughlin pay, paid half a million dollars. Well, they also said
7: another parent paid $6 million. Yes. So their kid must have been in a coma or something. <laughs> like, how how does it take that much to get your kid into a student? Yeah. And also, college is worthless. Like, I remember when I graduated from college, I had like a 4, well, no, 3.8 or something like that. It was in creative writing, so it was pretty easy. <laughs> but uh, I went to apply for jobs. They are like, do you have any experience? Uh, like, no, I just got out of college. Like, Yeah. Uh, well, then you have no experience. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. do anything
3: for you, know, you. I tell people this, and I try you know, you to you hey, youngsters, listen to Pops here. Uh, it, it, if... It, it'll teach you to learn. It'll teach you how to learn. When you get to a job, it's not unless you, there are very few jobs where you're turkey yeah. out of school and can start going. You know what? We'll teach you a lot. You again. Going to jail.
7: I mean, Lori Loughlin <laughs> she's going to know so much about shanks and uh, smuggling. Sure, yeah. She's going to get this incredible education that her daughter will never experience unless they cough up twenty thousand dollars to get into prison. <laughs> the definitely... funny
3: thing is, is that in my entire life, I have never, I have never once been asked what college I went to, no. if I went to college, if I went to high school, if I have any
7: education whatsoever. The only time i am ever asked anything is like if I do something really dumb and someone's like, did you go to college? <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's the only time that right. ever right. comes up. But that yeah. return on investment for the $6 million it to get... It's so I mean, terrible. I mean, it's moronic, you know? What kind of economic lessons are you teaching your kids?
3: Yeah, unless you're like, oh, you want to be if you want to be a trial lawyer. or I, and well, I, yeah, I, like
7: my girlfriend who's a doctor, she yeah. went to like real college and can do real stuff. Yeah. But if you're like, I went to college, I uh, took one global studies class, so I know one fact about India. Like, I feel like that's basically how college works. You know one fact about stuff. Right. You know, so someone's like, oh, World War II. You're like, yeah, China got involved in 33. right, (laughs) I'll see you later. You know, you just gotta get out of there before they realize you know nothing beyond that one thing. It's like watching a Netflix special. It's exactly the same thing. And that's why we do it, so we can just sort of be like, yeah, I'm with it. Like, like, I I am a complete idiot. I never read books, but I'll put on NPR in the morning so I can be like, I know what you're talking about. Please don't ask me any follow-up questions, but, uh, I do know who Juan Guaido is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it does help. So you, you, you oh, need, man. I would say, you know a little about a lot, but not not enough about anything. So yeah. So that, that, that yeah, seems yeah. to be for what we do, that that's fairly helpful.
7: That, yeah, because what you guys do is basically you have like a cocktail party every morning. Exactly. You just sort of like kind of touch on stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know, you got you know the big stuff. But the Boxer Rebellion, Yeah, Yeah, Boxer does, yeah. Chinese and Christians. Yeah. Oh, what else happened? Yeah. Fast forward to the Mal thing, the, the Boer
3: War, of course, right, exactly, yes. yeah.
7: which is fine because, like. I don't know. Anytime I follow the news, I mean, it's just, it just feels so stuck in the same thing. I'm like, oh, let's turn on the news. Oh, Middle East, Israel, Latin America, America doing some weird shady stuff. Okay, <laughs> is this 1985? Like, it doesn't really, yeah. it seems like you're seeing the hacky comedians act again. And you're <laughs> like, I feel like I recognize a lot of this material. <laughs> it, there is there is a certain
1: similarity to it. An- right. Another thing that has changed over the years with the news, Mo, which, it, and, and this is how it ain't, wasn't that way in my day, but every single newscast, no matter what, local newscast leads with Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. A car hit a fire hydrant. Right. Breaking news. Breaking yeah,
7: right news. Now. Look what so and so retweeted Yeah. Exactly.
3: <laughs> what? Now exactly. that a news
7: thing? Do you remember when though there my was a time news when stories. breaking
3: news would be breaking news. Yeah, yeah,
7: but this is my favorite story it was on today uh it was a mob boss. Yes. yes. I, got it right I just here. dude, it's like what a perfect throwbacky kind of crime headline for a throwback game. I, I, I you
3: know. said to her, I said to Preston today, that is a classic, nostalgic,
7: mob nostalgic.
3: Hit. Which, yeah. and honestly, we we're saying it. I sort of felt, wow. Oh, that's They sweet. still, still up to it. <laughs> they still do. Yeah, those. that's exactly like, why. Are you, you think... like a Scorsese oh, fan? Of course. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I, maybe it says less about us that, but I, I'm. You talk about serial killers the mob uh, Who is give, me, give me the, the mob
7: or a cartel movie I'll watch every single Oh my god one. but what I want to know is and if there's any mafia people out there and I ask this with complete respect <laughs> and you know exactly where I'll be tonight so please don't show up with a bat or anything and, I, and I'm generally curious why do you join the mafia and try to become the boss Because it seems like all of them get killed or go to jail, and a lot of them, according to documentaries, and again, not trying to offend anyone in the mafia here uh, because I know Philadelphia has a proud history, Uh, they all get killed by their own people. It's like some weird Shakespearean Roman tragedy every time. So and it just seems like you, if you're like, I became the boss, so I'll probably be dead or in jail in eight years, but I got to enjoy it. Like, it just seems like a weird investment. You're right. What, what is,
3: on, on, what is the, on the pro side, what is the return? Because I think you can probably be mid-level
7: and still do pretty well. Right. And not have the onus of having to run the thing. But it seems like, I mean, I guess, you know, the only thing I could compare it to is if I'm a stand-up comedian and I look at the average comedian, I'm like, most of them end up divorced alone and their careers peter out in their 40s or 50s. Right. And Know, I'm like I'm gonna go for it. Like maybe that's kind of what it is to be a. Maybe it's like when you have sex without a condom, you're like, maybe I'll just squeak by. You know what I mean? It's sort of like it's probably the same kind it's, of delusion. Can you say it's it's just the love of it? I, it's I, the love just, of the game. I just you know? love the mafia. You're probably also though if you're like, well, I've been a mafia henchman for 40 years. You know, not a lot of skills are gonna be transferable to like a modern company, but I just got to stick with what I know.
1: Right. right? I, real quick, I want to go to the details about this uh, this mob hit because it is so. It classic. is so classic. It is. I mean, even down to uh, a witness was on the, the ground crying, "Papa, Papa." He
7: had spaghetti stains on his shirt. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. it just seems like it was straight out. Well, this is he Whitey was getting Bulger. the paper in a yeah. in a you know, boxer shorts and an old yeah. robe. Yeah. So, so
1: this guy, Frankie Boy, Frank Calley, uh, was gunned down. It was he was shot six times in the chest by a gunman in a blue pickup truck, uh, I think, right outside of the guy's house. And uh, he, he just apparently the, the gunman uh, was was hit by mobsters and they just got in, got out and says a witness said there was there were like six shots. And then there were three more. Uh, the man was on the ground face up. His head was uh, by his SUV and the truck was open and distraught. Family members rushed outside. Uh, after the shooting, uh, crying, Papa, Papa, Jesus, oh, so yeah, sad. isn't that wild? It is, but his
7: it... last words were "Forget about it." You're right; that is so on the nose. Like, uh, like that was like a scene from like a Scorsese knockoff. Yeah. But it's so tragic and sad. And it's like I saw that article and I started thinking all these old things. And then I started uh, thinking, and halfway through doing talking with you guys, but I'm like, God, that is like a, just like a dude's dad. Like, that's yeah, like so yeah. sad. It is,
3: know. but it, 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 but you, but like, you said well, sh- it's Shakespearean, and that's how it plays yeah. out all the time. Yeah, you, you in the end they all fall by their own people but but it, we're perpetually we've had um people have chronicled the mob in here and we've had so in Philadelphia the skinny joe uh Marlen- Jerry Marlino. Right. Yeah, talk about
7: serial killer nicknames. These mob nicknames are awesome. Yeah, yeah. But they are stuck in time. This guy's name was Frankie Boy? Frankie Boy. I mean, that is like, that's so old school, right? Yep. That could have been like 1955. The
3: History Channel did a great series. I think it was the History Channel did a multi-tier. And they they took down each, uh, I didn't take down, but they examined each family. Uh, and and you see the tree and exactly the
7: stories you're talking about, about the people who worked their way up and why would they work their way up. But I'll tell you, it has not changed a lot, because I don't want to uh I don't want to say the name of the movie because uh it's not really my place to drop it. But there was like a big gangster movie that was shot recently, like yeah. maybe two years ago, and it bombed big it. time. <laughs> all right. Whatever. I'm not gonna confirm it tonight. Yeah. But what I heard from the guys who were on set, they said the reason it was a disaster was the mob was on set. All the time, like making sure theoretically that they were getting it right, you know, and making them change stuff and just like. Doing like extortion stuff, like wow. doing the classic, like they just they were just there, wow. and they said it was like they couldn't believe it. It was like old school stuff, yeah, and there was nothing they could really do about wow, it. And Again, nice. I'm not saying it was Gotti, but it was a movie that wasn't dissimilar to Gotti. <laughs> okay, it also happened. didn't do well. It didn't do well, and it might have
3: starred <laughs> John then again, Travolta. But you yeah. know,
7: honestly, I heard that from like a friend of a guy very closely involved. So I guess if I made a movie that bombed, up would like. So what happened was it your terrible uh, script and yeah, directing hey. well it was like the mafia yeah. it was involved. <laughs> you know, you know I mean? yeah that's what it was yeah. Yeah, hey Will sir what happened to that Sherlock Holmes me mafia yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? maybe yeah. maybe you just blame it on them yeah. now that they think well, about it apparently if i don't sell out my show tonight it's assuming it's mafia, a mafia. Yeah. Yeah. all right
1: well there are there's more than one show so friday and saturday you can catch uh, mo at punchline go to punchlinephilly.com get those tickets Do you have two shows each night i see uh
7: them, one tonight one friday two saturday oh two saturday
1: Yeah. I mean, you have a great weekend by the way this
3: You know,
7: temperature wise, it's going to be warm. People are not looking for things to do. I know. I mean, I saw these ladies here. I was like, wow, they're not even wearing coats (laughs) or or, uh, shirts that cover their stomachs. You know, it's really like balmy
6: out here. All
7: right,
1: Mo, listen, enjoy your time in Philly. Thanks for coming by this morning. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. Mo
7: Mandela.
1: We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. This
7: 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors.
3: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping or at the other corner of 8th and Walnuts. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place,
4: one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else?
1: Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Sorry about the laugh, but I was watching on the hotty cam Amanda grab uh, Bradley Cooper's junk. Really? Uh, yes, uh, for a moment. Amanda's she, got a friend. Let her yeah, hands they're all walking. fighting over that. Uh, by the way, I love their socks. You know what I mean? I, never, I didn't even see the socks. I know. I didn't notice them before, but they have these uh, kind of knee highs that they're wearing with a little, I don't know, a little ribbon on the side of it, something like that. I love their outfits. Would it's I look good in that? Cool. You uh, would look phenomenal I I in that, down. Steve. <laughs> Uh, so, by the way, I, I want to mention this because I've failed over the last few days to mention that we have new Daily Rush videos and a whole lot of them up. There's um, several. I like the the I like the tur- like, I like Turtles Kid all grown up. Uh, Prince Harry needs Wendy's. I need to go check that one out. Uh, Mini Balboa. Oh, is now up. And I was watching that last night. And then how is it? Uh, it's great. Yeah. And then I can't wait to see this one. This is the newest uh, Daily Rush video. Kathy is either disgusted or turned on. <laughs> Kathy makes a noise and the guys get their new favorite clip. Uh, watch it now uh, via PresidentSteve.com. It's sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's newest comedy club, restaurant, and bar. Just to give you a heads up on that. Hey, how about we give you guys a concert announcement? Ooh. Got some tunes ready, Case? I do. All right. So this is really cool. Uh, This show is going to be at the Wells Fargo Center. And the date of the show will be October 14th. A little ways off. Uh, But tickets will go on sale next Friday, a week from tomorrow on the 22nd. And it's pretty cool because we just played music. MMR rocks the Black Keys. At the Wells Fargo Center. And, uh, yeah, that two-man band... Looking to fill up that big building, which they've done before. They have. And they haven't had new music out in like five years. So pretty damn cool. And I tell you what, we're going to give away a pair of tickets right now. We'll take call number 21 at 215-263-WMMR. And not only will you win some tickets to that show, but you will be qualified for the grand prize. And that is someone is going to get uh, a trip for two to meet the band before their show In Sunrise, Florida this fall. Sunrise, Bill Weston was just in here. He said it's between, like, Fort Lauderdale and Miami. It's where the uh, Florida Panthers play. Okay, perfect. And uh, that includes uh, tickets, airfare, and hotels. So call number 21. Not only do you get the tickets, you'll be registered for that grand prize. And the grand prize, we're going to get people registered all weekend long this weekend. It is a Black Keys weekend at MMR. Featuring music uh, throughout the programs, and uh, we'll have your chance to win tickets and qualify for the grand prize. So, and let's
3: just as you're talking, Preston, they, they have a lot of good stuff.
1: Yeah, they do, and uh, and they're just it's just kind of fun, cool, yeah, music, you know, it's what rocks should be great for a live show. So, once again, MMO rocks the Black Keys October 14th at the Wells Fargo Center, and tickets will go on sale a week from tomorrow at 10 a.m. via. Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. so very cool. A lot of information to uh, to get out to you. Oh man, uh, we are going to have Christina Hendricks coming up in a little while, so we got some time to uh, chit chat before she gets on. Yeah, uh, weird. Today is one of the there. There are certain days. I have no idea if you guys want to talk about this or not, but I just noticed it this morning. I guess I'm in the noticeer. I don't know. Oh, but uh, I just noticed he's this not, morning. The notice is
3: not sure if he's the noticeer.
1: Well, I noticed that on there are certain days. When I can't do very basic things, and I'll give you an example. Like today, I have the uh, inability to operate a stapler. You cannot operate a stapler today. Yeah. I have I, tried. <laughs> and every time that I go, you know, click the stapler, whatever you want to call it, uh, only one of the staple sides go through and the other half gets kind of crinkled up. And it does not adequately staple the paper. Well, there are multiple
3: methods of stapleology. Yes. So do you do... The, uh, the 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 uh, tap on the table. Do you hold it in your hands and do
1: the to the palm and fingers contracting? I I alternate. Uh, not usually usually one day or the other. Okay, I, I have a certain feeling. I do. There is a certain satisfaction when I lay the paper down and just go bang like yep. that. And, and hit it and I will do it with a closed fist and i will hit with in defiance the opposite end of uh, not where my thumb is but where the the, the pinky is and yeah. bang I do it that way uh but to usually at work i pick it up and i do the two hand the, the one-handed clack uh in one I know.
3: find the clack while dynamic in appearance mm-hmm. is often fraught with uh, danger
1: and it m- messing up the messing actual... up the thing yeah, yeah. do you, yeah. We, do you have a stapler with you right now uh it's right over there case. okay uh let me see if i
3: can let's take you to the paces let's see if we can help
1: all right. By we need way, to
3: record this too, so we can slow mo the footage
1: and maybe help you with your swing. This is not a very good uh, stapler, by the way. You, you yeah. ever notice this case? It's yep. This one of the what is the top is swing line. The spring is shot. It does it. Yeah, this is a swing line. Okay. Even though this has been beat to death, and and the the actual swing line. Logo is gone off of it, but uh, that's generally the one you want to go with. So, right. uh, Marissa found another. Oh, one. there you so go. This is the one that I use. I think it's empty, Marissa. Hang on a second. Well, yeah. there's your first problem. That one's empty. So, so things know, are probably gone. That's, pro- that's yeah. why they're not, the pages aren't staying together, Preston. You need I had listen yesterday. I had a moment <laughs> where I, so I use a stapler a lot for the bizarre file stories and all the other things that I that I bring in the noiser and the, and the junk drawer, and. Uh, <laughs> Day before yesterday, I was at home and I was stapling it, and I I stapled, it and I'm like, you know what? I haven't filled this up in a while. It's probably getting pretty low. Let me check, and I, I think opened I'm it up. Fill the stapler. Mm-hmm. I opened it up, and there was one <laughs> wow <laughs> staple left in it. I was pretty proud of myself. Did you chest bump anybody? I, if <laughs> yeah. someone was around, yeah. I would have chest bumped them. All right, let me try this. I'm going to do the the All one right. hand thing here. Well, um, that sounded bad, too. It's, no, it's perfect. It looks good. All right. it looks great. I think it's better when you
3: have it down on the counter and you do that method. This? You just stepped it up, didn't you? Oh,
1: that's good. Wow. Yeah. Good.
5: Hey, things are turning around, Preston. Yeah. You know
1: what? It started off bad. And hey. hey! Four perfect staples in a row. <laughs> that was stupid. I don't even know why I brought it up to you, you know, guys.
3: Because, listen, there are, there are things like that. Like today,
1: you did what I did a couple days ago. You forgot your keys to get into the building. I did. I did. Steve called oh, me the man. other yeah, day. Yeah. Had gotten at what point when you leave the yeah. house is it too late to turn back around and go get what you need
3: for me because I I'm I'm fanatical about being here on time uh halfway okay yeah. now I only live about I'm surprised in the morning, you get about, that far yeah. and
1: decide to go back because
3: I'm I, honestly it's about t-
1: I'm leaving the house at about four thirty so it takes me about ten minutes to get here. So that's not bad. I've not even gotten to the end of my street and realized I've forgotten something. I'm like, "Ah." And you
2: say, "No." Yeah. yeah. I've got one stop sign.
1: Okay. And
3: that if that's the point that, of no return.
2: Yeah, if that's if I'm past that stop sign, I'm like, "Oh well."
3: Okay. And and I and I recognized I had not brought the keys with me the exact second I was getting out of the car in our mm-hmm. parking lot. Yeah.
5: yeah. I am so lazy that the second the door shuts behind me, it's like, <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, damn you don't it! Okay, yeah, now
5: I gotta walk to work because I left my car keys in the house.
4: <laughs> I t- I told you last week, or you know, two or three weeks ago, I had forgotten my phone. I can't and- believe you went as far as you did, dude. Also, I made it to Conchi, Kathy, because I, I take the <laughs> oh, Blue wow. Route. Wow! But but that, that's the only place where I can. I got on the on the Blue Route North. The first place I can turn around is the Hakan exit. So, but I had the debate in between getting on the Blue Route and getting off. Do I turn around and go home?
2: That's pretty far. I take back my comment then that you're not addicted to your phone. Well, <laughs> if you couldn't go. Now you are. Even I've left my phone home. When I, like, if I'm past that south really? side, yep. Okay. I, I'm wow. leaving it.
3: Maybe I okay. should have. I've done that. I think, Casey, have you ever been in bed and figured that today I bet you I'm going to forget my keys Yeah. and then <laughs> call to tell everyone?
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: Guys, I forgot my keys. I, can't I think make I'm going to forget <laughs> my keys. I can't yeah. make it in. I can't make it into work today, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <sighs>
1: Oh, my God. Well, yeah, so I I forgot my – I left mine at home today, so I had to to give Steve a call when I got here. But those
3: sort of things are, you know, and you're like, oh, is this indicative of the way the rest
5: of the
1: day is
3: going to go? It can be sometimes. Is my staple thing going to be okay? Well,
5: listen, you know, I I took my dog for a walk this morning, and um, I probably should have started with, hey, I bought new sneakers yesterday. And so when I was taking my dog for a walk this morning, my socks – Oh and by the way, brand new socks too. So I'm
3: like I I'm, uh, you know so I got take us back to the sock person. I got,
5: because the socks yes. came after the sneakers. So I bought sneakers and then I bought socks. My mother was 9 months pregnant <laughs> and then I came out. So I uh but I'm walking my dog and my socks started falling down around my feet and I was like, "Oh no, did I buy the wrong <laughs> sneakers yesterday?" The you think you sneakers. bought the wrong size sneakers? Uh, no. Because
3: every if it's
5: if right. Just the wrong sneakers, like sneakers that, that weren't, because in the store they felt okay. I walked around the house and they felt okay. Wait, why would your socks indicate that you got the wrong sneakers? Because they weren't tight enough around the ankles. So that's the right you're looking yeah. for the right, size. The
3: right socks, yeah. but not the, why would you think your shoes Can you were... show okay, me the right know. sneakers? I don't want to see your wrong sneakers. Yeah. But does
5: that ever happen to you guys where, because you wear, do you wear ankle socks? Because this doesn't yeah, happen I do. when you have like. I do
1: right. uh, when I'm wearing long pants and okay. I, wear, I wear the, wait, do you mean ankle socks? Wait a minute. Like. Just up above, like your, your, just up oh, above no. your idea. I, I wear those usually when I wear shorts, but sometimes I will uh, wear them when I wear long pants. But anyway. But I, I got,
5: like, a little bit discouraged because I had already walked with these shoes outside. and Were they but, high
3: heels or sneakers? <laughs> they
5: are definitely sneakers. Okay. Um, but does that ever happen to you guys where your socks will, at least the ankle socks, will... Work themselves down into the middle of your feet or my to the middle of your feet, literally the middle of my feet. You need new socks, you need longer socks. The
2: elastics busted. You know what?
5: Did you not hear me? They're
2: brand new socks. I thought they were brand new shoes. No.
3: I, yeah, I, I got to like, admit, I, I thought that too.
5: Yeah. yeah. No, I remember I went, okay.
3: back, I went back in time. All right, so oh, I, I have a way to fix it.
5: I'm
2: not
3: yes. following. Staple them to your ankles. Yeah. right. Hang
1: Never on, mind. Hang, I, hang. I'm
5: checking out of this No, 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 no. <laughs> Hang on,
1: Casey. Yes. So sometimes I've had it happen before, but not regularly. <laughs> that happens to you regularly where your ankle socks will slip all the way down into no. your shoe. Son oh, of a bitch. No. It's
5: happened again. <laughs> no, but it does happen. Okay. It does happen from time to time. Okay. It happens, and it happened to me this morning, fresh after buying brand new socks and sneakers. And I was like, oh, Preston, no.
3: there's only been a handful of times when an atomic bomb has been exploded in a major city. Yeah, I'm it doesn't literally make it
1: any less it. worse. That's true. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to, uh, let me go to Chris. This is this is interesting. Hi, good morning, Chris. You're on the air. Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> Walker told you I had AIDS. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. But uh, what do you want to tell us, man? I right, I think this is the ultimate and lazy. I'll leave my insulin or syringes
0: at work. Sometimes I'm diabetic. Yeah. And I'll get home at night, and I'll sit there for a few minutes, and I'll debate, like, do I really need to eat the rest of the night? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, will, you will bypass eating because you wow. don't want to go back to work and get your insulin?
1: Yes. I mean, it's only a five-minute drive oh. back. It's just, I'm not, it's. It's just that bad. I'm that bad. Wow. That's, yeah. Okay. That's a level of which I yeah.
3: My heart medication's back at work. Yeah. Because that can kill you, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, why I don't Why don't you have a home. backup? Why don't you have a backup insulin situation at home?
0: I just started doing that
1: recently. Okay. I got <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a good call. All right. See you later. I've become Steve a, a backup kind of guy. Like I I I don't think I, I was this way years ago, but I like to have. Backup system set up, ready to go. If things, I do. If there's something that I need at home and at work, I'll have it at both home and at
6: work. I do.
3: I Sorry, yeah. I have the adapters, you know, for, for stuff here and at home. Yeah. Even, like, with my travel bag today, I just keep – I have tr- double
4: I am, toiletries and everything. I, I am –
1: I'm really into being prepared now. It's yeah, very
4: strange. I didn't used to be that way. So, Steve, that's what I was going to ask about the toiletries. Are when you purchase uh, the toiletries, or do you get you know the two sticks of deodorant, two tooth toothpaste, Is that kind of a thing? The whole damn yeah. deal.
3: I even bought a second quip.
1: <laughs>
4: Did you really? <laughs> yeah. I, okay.
1: I also got this great uh, thing. My my wife saw it. I think uh, online, and it's it's a travel. She says we're flying today. It's a travel checklist. Yeah. Of things to take with you. Right. To, so you don't forget anything. Yeah. Because you can pack stuff and think that you packed. Or did I, did I remember to do that? This is actually, and Kathy, you're really organized, so you would love this too.
2: I have a list.
1: <clears throat> but it's, uh, it's, I'll have to show it to you. Uh-huh. Uh, is this, uh, uh, did you buy it?
2: No, no, no. I have like my own.
1: Yeah. See, I don't write down a list. There's a whole, there's like a hundred things on this that list. That you would. And you go through and I, and I highlight everything that I'll need. Uh-huh. And then, uh, as I'm packing it, I check, check it, it off the I list. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's great. awesome. And I, I started doing that on, like, Tuesday night, and I sent a picture <laughs> to Marissa, because Marissa is probably going to pack, pack in a couple hours. Couple yeah,
2: hours,
5: yeah. She, yeah. We, 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 when we get to, my, uh, to to Florida, she'll pack. Yeah. Now, she uh, said already this morning that she uh, she packed
1: last
3: night.
5: Which so is, like,
2: really early for that her. It is
1: rare. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she I, would love
4: it. Th- th- having, the, having the matching set of stuff just always in the bag, mm-hmm. it makes a difference. I, I'm that way sometimes, but for this trip, I'm like, well, we're just going to Florida. Like, if I need something... What if they don't take American currency, though? Yeah, not yeah, yeah. totally. No, but I, I, I totally understand that mentality. But then I'll also switch back, and I'm like, you know what? I, if I need an extra T-shirt, I'll buy one of one down there. Like yeah. that, that's What? Yeah, they sell them. In when Florida. did they get shirt stores? Yeah, well, Florida's evolved.
2: Listen, I'm only taking a carry-on, so um, I can't bring uh, a razor, so...
4: I'm stopping. So disco CVS. bush. I
2: might, have, I might have disco bush at the pool.
5: <laughs> Kath, I'm stopping because I don't feel like messing with any of the um, any of the, the 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 restrictions. So like, yeah. they're, they're, I'm going to CVS. I'm getting my sunblock. I'm getting a little toothpaste. and okay. got sunblock. Stuff I'm, like I'm that. checking
3: a bag. I, I, I in fact more consistently now than ever. I just checked rather than avoid. You know, that's why the way
1: Pierre travels just blows my mind.
2: I, they, I wouldn't be able to I, function. I, I, that, um, no,
1: that way. no. Uh, By the forget way, I, it. I wrote down Disco Bush at the Pool as a band name. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah.
1: That's cool. a great name. Disco Bush at the Pool. Uh yeah, we'll be uh we'll be <clears throat> leaving uh this afternoon and uh be broadcasting from Clearwater tomorrow. So we will uh we'll definitely be having some uh, some fun uh, relaying all the all the stuff that we experience. Do you think there's any chance and I know this is kind of crazy that one of us will be asked to join the team? <laughs>
4: uh, listen, weirder things have happened. Yeah, so never you know. know. No, maybe, maybe you might get to throw out <laughs> another first pitch or something like that. You <laughs> got <laughs> that, that last year.
1: Yeah, that was had a, a surprise
2: catch with Gabe Kapler last year.
4: How yeah. cool is
1: that? That footage is awesome. Yeah, I was pretty excited about it. Um, hey, uh, a couple other things uh, that I wanted to mention, and I wanted to get to this before the story gets too far away. Oh, yeah, I did notice this. More from the noticers
3: noticing things, but he wasn't sure he was the noticer, but apparently now he is.
1: With uh, the cheating scandal uh, in the universities that uh, broke yesterday and we talked about at length. Yes. Uh, here's a story in the on the opposite side of things. There's a guy, a guy named Michael Love. He's a senior uh, in high school in Detroit, and uh, he applied... For more than 50 schools next year, not only do most of them want him, many are offering to foot the bill. He got accepted in, I think, 44 colleges. 44 colleges. (laughs) Yeah. A little
2: genius? Over
1: $300,000. Over $300. (laughs) $300, $300,000 in scholarships. We will give you $300 if you come to our school. Uh, He's uh, National Honor Society, Varsity Basketball, and uh, all that good stuff. But he's not, I don't think he's like... You know, a genius, that kind of brilliant, Kathy. He's well, just a really driven, good kid. Yeah. You know? You've talked about
3: stories where, I think if there's local, <laughs> there was somebody who applied to all the Ivy League schools and got accepted to all
4: of them yeah. like, with uh, oh, scholarships. Yeah, that's right. mm-hmm. How much did that process cost, though? Because it's not cheap to apply for school. Is it like 200 bucks? What does it cost on it average? Can, I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know what it is for Harvard, but the more prestigious the school, often yeah. the more pricey the uh, application process.
1: They didn't indicate that in the story. They did just say they said it took a long time to get all the applications sent out because he's also got an after-school job. Uh, he said his mother said I thought he was crazy when he told me that he was applying to so many schools, and then the letters started coming in one after another after another. Uh, Michael wants to be an aerospace engineer. Uh, says he struggled academically in the beginning of high school and then eventually he got it together huh. and uh ended up becoming a really good a model student and uh uh and probably he won't be paying off any student loans because uh, some of the uh letters came with a full ride scholarship yeah go to that one wow there's your choice
3: uh honestly yeah. with the way these uh, schools the cost
1: forget about it, yeah. It's uh, pretty incredible. So that's a that's a great story. I thought that was uh, worth passing along. Uh, I also noticed. Uh, well, more for the noser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I noticed that i uh, I get up to pee a lot in the middle of the night. You get up to pee a lot during the night. Yeah, usually three times at least. Do you have an enlarged wow. prostate? Uh, not according to Doctor Mike, and not okay. to, to quote to quote Fletch, it's not from a lack of looking. Okay, uh, because we we've, we've been down that path. He's been down that dirt road a yep. few times. He had his finger in your butt. Uh, he has. Yep. He's a doctor. It's what he does. And uh, my prostate is okay. Oh, and... you're a doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I would continue on with this, but I wasn't expecting our next guest to be on the line and ready
3: to go. Well, right I want now. to revisit this. Okay, but uh,
1: obviously we want to talk to her because she's awesome. Oh, and I'm sure she appreciates me talking about my prostate well, you, right you... before. Were going to. Her, you were trying so to kill time. I was and uh, I apologize, but yes, we will bring on our next guest. Uh, good Girl Season 2 Sundays on NBC is where you see this and you know, obviously she's been uh, in some great things, most notably Mad Men. Yes. Uh, but we would like to welcome to our show Christina Hendricks. Yeah. Hi, Christina. Hi, good morning. Hi. Oh, it's, uh, I'm, I, hopefully you didn't hear me talking about my prostate <laughs> right before we came to you. I... Yeah. So I did. Oh, okay. sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. Hey, well, listen, uh, congratulations. You know, the second season is coming up. How much uh, it looks like a fun show to work on. I mean, it's it's got elements of drama, but it's got elements of comedy. So I'm sure you guys have a blast
10: on the set. We do. I get to work with the most incredible people, Retta, Mae Whitman, Matt Lillard, Rena Wilson. I mean, it's just like an extraordinary cast. And we get a lot of laughs on set i have to say well you know when so here's
3: and i'm going to be honest i, I recorded all the episodes because i the, i i want to get to watch the show I, I, and i i i watched uh, um the first episode my wife and i and we we love the series you know these days you get bombarded with so much and you start to accrue these things on your dvr so initially when i saw it it appeared to me to kind of have a um a coen brothers sensibility so um you know it, there's some humor there's some drama And uh, why don't you explain the conceit of the show for people who are unfamiliar with Good Girls?
10: It is about three women in the Midwest who are mothers, sisters, best friends, wives. And they're sort of going about their lives on autopilot and feel like they've got everything under control to a certain extent. And then they sort of find out that they're financially in trouble for various different reasons. And they need to do something to save their family. So they rob a grocery store.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like a regular supermarket.
10: Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously a ridiculous idea, but they think they can go in, get this money, take care of their financial issues, and of course things go very, very poorly, and they fall into this life of
3: crime. Well, during the commission of the crime, they're they're sort of noticed, uh, and and your your husband, played by Matthew Lillard, who, we, who we're, we've uh, we're fans of, we had in the studio, uh, he's he uh, he makes some uh, some bad business uh, moves, and he's also he's cheating on you, and you're you're uh, completely unaware, and uh, so all, all this stuff is coming down on you. So while you're brought to this point of desperation, you also have people. Uh, like uh, uh Ruby Hill from parks and Rec and uh, Reno Wilson all these people are just naturally comedically adept so it adds that funny edge on it um and, but but um, so these the shows that do this and do this well can take you to the point where sometimes you you know you're it can get very dramatic and then it gets pulled back with some humor do you, do you like that sort of dynamic for a show that was one of the
10: reasons that drew me to it because I I wasn't what I was watching. I hadn't seen anything in this exact tone before. And you're right, it's got that quirky kind of Coen Brothers feel, and and we do play it like a drama, and it does get really emotional. I have friends who call and say they were sobbing at the end of it. Um, but these but these characters are just kind of quirky, weird characters, and they're not great at what they do. So it, it becomes sort of a hilarious thing watching them try to be serious and, and get away with these just surreal situations. Um, so yeah, you find yourself laughing out loud, and then you're like, "But this is
6: this is kind of dark." <laughs> kinda
3: yeah, I like that. I like that. That's why. That's what initially drew me to it. I, I like things that sort of get because there is humor even in the most desperate of times, and and that's uh, that that appeals to me as a viewer. Now, the creator of the show is Jenna Bans. Is that her name? That's her name.
10: Yeah. Yeah, and
3: she's from the the Shonda Rhimes camp. Is she not?
10: that although this tone is so entirely different you'd almost never know okay um i i think she's been trying to have her own voice for a really really long time and right she's this really smart amazing weirdo <laughs> <laughs> so she created a show that's smart and weird and and um we're just really proud of it we just think it's really different and and unique and and we're hoping people will check it out
3: do, doing some reading on you, uh, Christina. There, you, you, I guess when you were younger, you uh, entered a contest for was it maybe Seventeen magazine to appear on the cover, became a, a model. W- was was it in your mind always to become an actress and to use the modeling perhaps as a stepping stone, or what? What was the genesis of all that?
10: Absolutely. Well, I I've been doing community theater since I was about nine years old, and I was a ballet dancer as well, and I'd always wanted to perform. Um, and my mom wanted to enter me into that that modeling contest and and it what it did was get me to New York City, which was closer to sort of where I wanted to be and and um, got me traveling around the world and and eventually brought me to Los Angeles. so it was the right the right route um, if if not a little bit off path but it was fun
1: you, you go, go do ahead. you remember your uh, your first uh, community theater show and what that was?
10: I do. The very first thing I did
3: was the best Christmas pageant ever. The best Christmas
10: then, pageant ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, um, and then Bye Bye Birdie was my
3: second one. Ah, classic. Well, that's, yeah, that's, a, <laughs> it's good stuff. So, so I assume you were the, uh, the, at uh, the Ann Margaret, the, uh, oh, you'd be the girl, right? You weren't Birdie for sure. You
10: would assume. <laughs> that but i was only
3: nine years old remember oh damn it so in the chorus okay
10: in the chorus looking up to the big kids who had the big roles all so right very excited because
3: you're definitely Anne <laughs> margaret I and I, i'd say this it's 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 got to be wild because you you've you've been playing characters that are i mean even on, on Mad Men, which was such a such a revelation that they took this character that could have uh, uh gone you know this character of joan that could have been sort of a cookie cutter and she became one of the most dynamic, multifaceted characters of the series. And, and I mean, that, that has to be incredibly rewarding as an actress to get something like that.
10: It was beyond what any of us could have imagined. We knew we were doing a cool show with great scripts, but we didn't know if anyone was ever going to watch it or find us, and it just turned into a phenomenon, and, and it was such a joy to work on, and that character was... Uh, she, she was everything. I miss her every day.
3: So, out, out of you know, Mad Men is often cited, like uh, with Breaking Bad and some other shows, as as the binge shows. What would you say right now is your most binge worthy show?
10: Oh my goodness! Um, well, I, I, there's like you said, there's so much content yeah. out there. I, I really love a show called Fleabag, a British show that uh, that came out uh, about two years ago, but you can you can stream it. I think that is fantastic. Right. I'm super into Broad City. I think Broad City, City is absolutely hilarious. Um gosh, what else have I been
3: Case Casey's been telling us about this Netflix
5: series that you're on. Yeah, I, I don't know I, I, I don't think it started on Netflix, but Happen Leonard is something that just kinda of popped up in my queue. I'm like, all right, let me give this a <laughs> shot and I'm really enjoying it. Um and I think you're great yeah. in it. Um so but where did that show start? What channel?
10: That was on SunDance, it was okay. affiliated with AMC and I did that was something I did almost immediately after Mad Men. So I probably did that 3 years ago. And there's several seasons, but things just pop up. It's like Good Girls is an NBC show but a lot of people discovered it on Netflix. Okay. And it's also on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So things are just sort of popping up all over
1: the place. <laughs> it's hard to It's keep too track. much to keep
3: track of, but it this is. Uh, this is definitely in our wheelhouse.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh Good Good Girls the second season is you can catch it on Sundays at uh, 10 on NBC so make sure you don't miss it. We're just happy that you're you're having fun and having another successful uh show here Christina. So continued success. Thank you so much. And uh, and we'll catch you another time, okay?
10: All right, guys. Take right. care.
1: Thanks. So, um, Christina yeah. Hendricks, guys. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, so back to me peeing night. Yes, please. Oh, You're oh, a large yeah, prostate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which isn't enlarged? No, not that I can tell. No. Anyway, I'll, I'll bring up this little bit, uh, this old tidbit, this old leftover uh, notice or thing, and then we give have us to, some of that tid uh, to take a break. Uh, here's the tid on the bit: <laughs> uh, uh, people who use the bathroom multiple times throughout the night cost the U.S. economy forty-five billion dollars annually. You son <laughs> of a bitch!
2: Look what you've done! Look it's-
1: what you've done to us! It's because of the sleep disruption, uh, and it leaves them more tired and sick than their peers. So. This is a let me preface this by okay. saying this was uh, a study that was funded by a drug company that makes a drug to treat uh, the condition mm. of having to pee all night. Mm. Yeah. I'm a little suspect now. Uh, some 40 million adults in the U.S. suffer so called Nocturia, which I never heard before. Yeah, it's term. a great Dutch band Nocturia. We are
6: Nocturia!
1: Uh, including 27.5 million members of the workforce. Uh, And the causes of the urge range from simple behaviors like drinking too much water, caffeine, or alcohol close to bedtime, to urinary tract infections or issues like an enlarged prostate (sighs) for men or HRT drugs for women. The mistake
3: I used to make is I would drink two gallons of iced tea and I would go to sleep in about an inch of water. Mm, And that made me pee a lot. But I'll tell you this, and this might help you, Preston. Please. Just randomly volunteer to have your prostate removed oh okay yeah as as, uh, and i took the cancer out but but, uh yeah actually i i i go less
1: i still go a couple times i am conscious of the latter part of the day of my fluid intake yeah i will squeeze out as much urine as i can right before i go to bed just to avoid it and I still get up like three times a night. And it sucks because it does interrupt your sleep. Do you ever wake up and say, why did I wake up now? And then you need a few seconds
3: to say, oh, I, I have peak. to piss. Yeah, yeah. Have but why, t- why is that never the case for taking a dump?
6: Mm.
1: Why yeah. Why doesn't a dump make you? That never happens in the middle of the night. Right. Ever. ever. I got to take up. I got to yeah. get up and poop. Yeah. I mean, Unless it's it like nev- diarrhea. Well, no. yeah, if you're sick.
3: That's a sick. Like I have diarrhea. All
5: right. Here's a, here's a stupid oh. question. Joe, I can't come in today because I'm sick.
3: I have diarrhea.
5: <laughs> oh. I'm going to miss my workout.
1: All right, Matt. Thanks for calling. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> right. I
5: Thank you. I love you. There's, uh, like, I hear old, there's, like, an old person commercial where, like, hey, are, do you calf? You know, are, are people putting... Is that actually
3: cool now? you calf? He's calfing, man. Uh,
5: Sticking a hose in his dong.
3: Uh, He's totally calfing. Uh,
5: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're saying calf. And wow. I, calf. I, I wonder if that's... Are they... Is it a catheter? Yeah. And, and it, are they, can, so can you just do that press before you go to bed? That way well, you don't have to wake it's up. It's not painful
1: it. at all.
3: <laughs> no, just at jam all. a hose in your
5: dog. You <laughs> a tube of yeah. your urethra. You'll Listen. sleep great. Listen, yeah. I'm totally interested in catheter. Can you recommend one?
1: <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, I would get, love
5: it if it had a picture of the dead on the side. <laughs> okay. I figure maybe if you do it long enough the hole sort of, is so big you can just stick your whole hand in. <laughs> no you just get sort of used to it. it's like you
3: know people who have to administer in, insulin all the time if you watch any news channels mm-hmm. they have tons of that i get my catheter equipment sent to the home <laughs> and it comes in this little box and it's
1: easy to insert steve so you do it enough and eventually the hole's big enough is that what you, no
3: yeah, no so you I'm, a <laughs> I'm a gaper i'm a gaper yeah i would tell you this johnny knoxville I was reading an interview with him, and he had an injury where he had to use a catheter for about a year and a half, oh. two years. Uh, and um, but uh, on listen, you would obviously you since you don't need to use it, <laughs> maybe just don't drink before you go to bed. Have you guys ever had one? I did. Yeah. What well, after the surgery after the um, after the prostate uh, removal, I had a catheter in for a couple of days. They put it in while I was under, so I didn't feel that. And when then they what they out? did, yeah, all they did is they, they did this thing, and it's cute. You've seen it on AFE. They attached one end of the catheter to a doorknob, and then they slammed it shut. <laughs> uh,
1: no, it, it, I it, thought it, you were going to say <laughs> one guy holds up and puts his leg <laughs> <on your> st- <laughs> or his foot on your stomach. Right, and pulls.
3: And pulls. Uh
5: do you recall if it hurt when they took it out?
3: Not at all. Okay. Not okay. at all. Well, I there good. was a little bit of
4: pressure for like a nanosecond and that was it. Man, the so, camera up there, that was something else. I, like when they Polaroid were exploring my no, it was a little diddle, oh. digital hose camera and they were exploring my kidneys and it just was Could you feel it? Oh my god. Was yeah. it painful? No. Uh yeah, just weird, weird. Right? Yeah. Because once they get past the entrance, yeah, uh, pee hole.
6: <laughs> there's no
4: real nerve and things oh. that would indicate pain. Wow. Um, okay. So, but you feel it, and that's odd. By the
1: way, in this study, uh, aging also increases the likelihood of nocturia because the body's production of the hormone that concentrates urine starts to slow down. So. Uh, anyhow, it's costing the U.S. $45 billion annually. I think it's a slightly inflated number.
3: No, it wouldn't have anything to do with the fact that the company that came up with this uh, data makes right. something to stop you peeing
1: during the night. All right, I have been told that I need to stop noticing, and so I'm going to stop that. You know, Ellis has been told to shut up. And uh, what I am going to do is I'm going to give you uh, something for tuning in this morning. Uh, the ladies of the Tilt the Kilt are here this morning hey. from Sicklerville. They're wonderful. Sicklerville.
4: Sicklerville. I that's
6: a. pig.
1: Uh, and I have a $50 gift certificate to give away.
4: A good 50% of them are awake right now. Uh, do we have sleeping <laughs> yeah. girls? Sleeping tilted kilters? All right, we'll take caller number They
1: really are tilted now. Caller number eight at 215 263 WMMR, and we are going to set you up with this. Don't forget big St. Patrick's Day celebrations going on this weekend of this tilted kelp in Sicklerville. Uh And uh, Brett Porsche broadcasting live there from 3 to 7 on Saturday. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
8: Friday, March 15th, the Preston and Steve Show will broadcast live from Philly's spring training. We got uniforms and everything; it's really great. They'll be talking more than just faces and balls. Scheduled guests include Coach Gabe Kapler, Charlie Manuel, Reese Hoskins, and more. For MMR fans flocking south to Clearwater, meet up with the show after their broadcast at Frenchie's Tiki Pavilion in left field. Then catch the Phils and the Blue Jays. Tickets available at Phillies.com. Preston and Steve live from Philly. Spring training, sponsored by Xfinity. Stay connected during the biggest moments of every game with Xfinity Internet and 933 WMMR. WMMR. Everything
1: that rocks. Uh, we have an emoji code set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is your chance to win Dunkin' Ice Coffee for an entire year, and all you have to do—and I'm going to tell you now, very shortly—we're going to look for a winner. Uh, so you're going to need to go take a look at the emojis that Casey's put together in a series. Uh, and if you can identify the phrase that those emojis spell out, um, and you're a designated caller in a little while, when we tell you to call in, then you can win uh, iced coffee for a year from Duncan. Pretty sweet deal. So do that now. While you are getting set to do that, you can also call in because I'm going to give away the last $50 gift card to the Tilted Kilt. $50 for you. Two one five two six three WMMR. Caller eighteen. Yours. And you can join Brent Porsche for a St. Patrick's Day pre-party and a live broadcast, which is going to be Saturday, 3 to 7 p.m. at the Tilted Kilt in Sicklerville. And there will be concert tickets uh, that uh, Brent's going to be giving away every hour, including Fleetwood Mac, Foles, Slayer, and Dead & Company. So... Pretty much for any musical taste. It can be whatever you want. I got you covered. So, uh, Let's do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's
0: bizarre. Bizarre. bizarre File.
1: Brought to you by Delilah's. Delilah's presents the 2019 Entertainer of the Year. Wednesday, March 20th with special guest host, Simone. Oh, my God. I should have read this a hell of time. I
6: of a time. <laughs>
1: Uh, Dan Illustrious? Dana Illustrious? Dana Lustros. Dana Delaney? Nope. It's spelled, it's all one word. All right. And it says, oh, here you go. There's a pronunciation. Dan Illustrious. Daniel Lustrous. There you go. All right. Visit Delilah's.com for details. Sorry. Eh. I should read these ahead of time. It's it's, it's a mouthful, that name, though. Let's get to this story. A family in Florida says that they went to a funeral home expecting to pay their final respects to a loved one, but instead uh, they were met with a troubling twist, and their loved one's body is missing. Miss Norman Newman's family... Uh, believed that they would be saying their goodbyes to her at Roy Mitzel and Kurt's Funeral Home in Fort Lauderdale. And according to uh, Kunitha Webster, Newman's sister, she said, I went up to view her body and said, nope, this is not my sister. This is somebody we do not know. The a dude. We did not know the person that was lying in the casket. They were certain, uh, they say, because something was missing. Uh, her niece, uh, Suzette, said, we asked him about the mole on her aunt's face. They said they covered it up with makeup. There was no mole there, you know? She said they makeup couldn't cover it because it was, like, kind of protruding out of her face. <laughs> like a big old mole. Yeah. Yeah. Other physical characteristics, they say, just didn't add up. We and, shaved it off. Uh, she said, at this point, we took a wood planer to it said said, uh, we don't know where my aunt's body is. We don't know. We came here to mourn it's horrible. the loss of my aunt, and this is what we get. And nobody is ta- taking ownership. We do not know. Well, who's some- then somebody else has the wrong body then as well, yeah. right? The family says uh, the funeral home employees acknowledge that something was wrong. Yeah. Uh, and then three days later, they're still investigating, and they don't know where the body is. Uh, it's very hard. We all need comfort from it, her niece said. So they're trying to figure out what the hell happened. That's just... Bizarre how that can occur. Uh, here's another story. A woman is charged with arson after deputies say she tried to kill bedbugs with a lighter. Uh, the fire started <laughs> at an apartment, and deputies say 39 year old Jacqueline Lynch used a lighter to kill a bedbug after her uncle sprayed the house with alcohol. You know what? Before
3: you do this, log on to a website and see how the professionals do it and see how many
1: professionals use lighters and flamethrowers. Yeah, Lynch caught a mattress on fire and activated the sprinkler system in the apartment complex. Several apartments were damaged, but no one was hurt. Uh, She's due to appear in court at a later date to answer the charges. Uh, This is a horrible story. Um, Farm accidents can be pretty brutal, Uh, One man is dead after such an accident. Emergency crews were called Monday night for a report of a man who became entangled in an auger attached to a farm tractor. If you don't know what an auger is, it's almost like a a giant drill or a screw. Yeah. And uh, the guy's name was Jacob Frucci. Uh, He was attempting to auger holes into the frozen ground near a sheep barn to relieve flooding from the melting snow when his thick clothing got caught by the auger. And his wife found him, yeah. I mean, he had to have been ripped apart. uh, Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what happened. Or sometimes it could just tie up clothing and asphyxiate you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, When the emergency crews arrived on the scene, the tractor and auger were still running. Uh, He was pronounced dead. The same terrible, terrible story. Uh, An unusual crime wave is sweeping through Fresno County. More than 60 goats have gone missing in the last two months. That's valued at over $27,000. There have been several cases of goat theft since January seventh in an area spanning less than twenty miles, and investigators think the thieves are making their move at night when they're not likely to be spotted and rounding up the animals in the trucks. Nocturnal goat thieves. Uh the area typically sees a few livestock thefts each year, but sixty one animals in two months. That's is crazy. Highly unusual. So they are they're having a run. Do they believe they're like Resold or? Uh, that's a good question. Is there a they, goat they, black market? They haven't indicated that, but uh, they're certainly being lifted, so I don't know. A pilot on a Mesa Airlines flight to Houston surprised passengers with free lunch amid hours uh, and hours long flight delay on Monday. We had a guy, uh, Kathy, a little while back, a uh, pilot who bought pizzas for everybody. Yeah. This guy bought hamburgers for the entire <laughs> nice. plane, which I thought was pretty cool. It was uh, operated by United Express. Uh, and I want pizza. Somebody tweeted out, our captain, Matthew, just ordered every single person on the plane lunch from Fat Guy's Burger Bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote, good people and customer service still do exist. The flight had left four hours and 41 minutes late. Oh, my and God. And it arrived five hours and three minutes late. So the guy figured <sighs> he'd offer that. Out. We're That's... traveling.
3: I hope this does. I hope we're not eating burgers in a plane. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Casey, I thought you were about to maybe
1: say, man, I hope our plane's late today. <laughs> I could use a burger.
6: <laughs>
1: as long as it's not fast food. Yeah. That's true. Casey yeah. is uh, giving up fast food for Lent. And then one last story. How about this? I don't know if you guys got this story or not, but on February 11th, this woman had a ridiculous uh, run of luck. Uh, Deborah Brown, the Richmond resident, won the Virginia Lottery 30 times that day after she bought 30 Pick 4 tickets with the exact same combination of 1031. She initially bought 20 tickets with that combination at a gas station. She said, "A couple of times during the day, I saw those numbers." And so later that day, she bought 10 more tickets at the same location with the same numbers. The top 4 prize pick is uh, for a $1 play is $5,000. So she won that 30 times and got $150,000. So you can play? Then, well, yeah, I guess you yeah, could. Yeah, for, for those smaller ones, yeah. for those those pick threes and things like right, that. Right, right. That have a defined prize, not necessarily yeah. what, what the the total is. You know, like Powerball and mm-hmm. and Pennsylvania Lottery, it it accrues Right, but right. Some that are just like you know, you win. $1,000. You win $10,000. It was one of those that she That's won wild. 30 of them. One hundred fifty grand. Yeah, she said I nearly had a heart attack. The odds of matching all four numbers in order are 1 in 10,000. Uh, Brown has no immediate plans for her winnings, but she said she's considering... She could to an auger. Renovating her home. And there you go. That's what I have for you in this morning's Bizarre File. Why don't we take one more break and let's try the emoji code out. Kathy, what number sounds good for a caller?
2: Uh, how about nine? Caller number nine two one five
1: two six three WMMR. You gotta know what the emoji code says. That was my roller coaster reel. It oh, fell over. Oh, I heard something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's, your, what's your roller? Co- oh, from, <laughs> from, from Maury's. Like what the hell is that noise? It's my All good right. luck roller coaster. Two one five two six three WMMR is the number. Let's see if you can figure out the emoji code. We'll come back with that caller, and uh, we will set less in question and more when we get back.
0: Preston and Steve. On
1: 93.3 WMMR. Uh, We are excited because we are traveling today and on our way to the one and only Clearwater, Florida for spring training with the Phils. And we will bring you all that stuff. Thank you to uh, Xfinity for being our sponsor. We're excited about the uh, uh, the support. So we appreciate that. And we're excited about taking this phone call because we need somebody to decipher to, um, what's the word? crack the code i guess crack the code uh the emoji code that we were going after so casey put together this string of emojis it's a phrase in case i will need you okay uh to officially verify whether this person gets it right or not okay and up for grabs is an entire year of uh duncan ice coffee uh so i'm gonna go to fred see if we can get the answer hey fred good morning Well, good morning, gentlemen and ladies. How are y'all doing? We we are doing wonderful. We'd love to set you up with a year of free iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, and you just need to tell us what the emoji code is. You ready, Casey? Yes, I am. Okay, go right ahead, Fred. What is it? President
3: Steve, run on Dunkin'
1: Donuts.
6: Yes, that's right.
1: (laughs) That means you're right, by the way. (laughs) Means you win. And, uh, Fred, since you got that, man, congratulations. We have free iced coffee for a year from Dunkin'. All right, buddy?
4: Great day in the morning.
1: Damn right. All right, hang on the line. We'll get all your information. And don't forget, Dunkin' has $2 medium iced coffee all day long. Make all of March as fun as St. Patrick's Day with Irish Cream Coffee. And Mint Brownie Donuts and America Runs on Dunkin'. So it's just that easy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Gave that away. Uh, We are now going to give something else away. We're going to do today's lesson question. And let's see. We have four pack of tickets for BrickFest Live. It's a Lego fan experience event at uh, Greater Philadelphia Expo Center, uh, April 27th through the 28th. So let me see here. I did not take a chance. I didn't look at this. Uh, Let's go with this. witch singer? Will be making, oh, this is going to be hard. <laughs> Which singer will be making a guest appearance on the upcoming season of Game of Thrones? Wow. Huh. Wow. Do you want to give the uh, They'll be singing hint? Lady in Red. There you go. Oh, you. wow. <laughs> what singer will be making a guest appearance on the upcoming season of Game of Thrones? Singing Lady in Red. Two one five two six three 263 It is hard. Yeah, it's from early this morning, too. It was right around 7 a.m. So if you know, give us a call. And uh, we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Duncan. You're in luck. Duncan has $2 medium iced coffee all day long. Plus, celebrate St. Patrick's Day throughout March. With Duncan's delicious Irish cream coffee, America runs on Duncan, excludes cold brew, participation may vary, and it's a limited time offer. What's going on, Steve? Well,
3: 1989 security cam footage from a mall store has surfaced showing a disguised Michael Jackson buying jewelry for an 11-year-old Jimmy Safechuck. Clerks at the store immediately became suspicious of Jackson after he borrowed a staple gun to reattach his nose. Uh-huh. Oh my God! Jose Canseco's ex-wife Jessica Canseco denying his claims that she's hooking up with Alex Rodriguez. Jessica released a statement saying, "Jose is so stupid. I once saw him burn his face trying to answer an iron." So, oh
8: my! He's just God. so dumb.
3: And finally, Rick Singer, the man behind the massive college bribery case involving Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin, once recorded a video pitch for his own reality show. Unfortunately for Singer, no network wanted to go for a show called America's Next Top Wire Fraud Felon. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's your Hollywood trash. All right, uh, we'll go to the phones and see if somebody knows the answer to this. Uh, What singer will be making a guest appearance in the upcoming season of Game of Thrones? And I will go to Gary. Hi, Gary. Good morning. Hey, morning, guys. All right, Gary, you know the answer? Uh, Josie. Josie. Josie, yeah.
3: I don't even know what Uh, that means. Josie is a Steely Dan song. Yeah, that was the
1: secret text word yesterday.
6: Uh, Thank you, Gary.
1: Uh, Is it Mark Shishelman? We'll go next to Paul. Hey, Paul, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, Paul, so who will be making a guest appearance in the upcoming season of Game of Thrones?
3: That will be Christy Bird. Christy Bird, The
1: legendary singer of The Lady in Red. And Don't Pay the Ferryman, right? That's the other song he had. Yeah, that's correct. So. Did Julio do it as well? He did.
6: Okay.
3: Lady in red.
6: Who did it? Julio Iglesias. Julio Iglesias. Oh,
3: Sing with me. never seen you looking so lovely as you did
1: tonight. i never seen you shine so bright. You were amazing. So Paul got himself uh, a four-pack of tickets to BrickFest Live. Lego fan experience at uh, Greater Philadelphia Expo Center. It's April 27th to 28th, over a million Lego uh, bricks on display and ready for play. BrickFest is filled with hands-on attractions and activities engineered to inspire, educate, and entertain. You can get tickets at BreakfastLive.com. Let's do the music news now. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I got some stories for y'all. We'll get right into them and begin with Ghost Mind Tobias Forge has said in a new interview that his current stage persona, Copia has a very good chance of sticking around for the band's next studio album. He said, right now, if everything goes according to the plan, we are hoping for Cardi to be strong enough and cool enough to possibly do something that none of the previous ones have done, and that's basically do two cycles.
3: He's going to do two cycles.
1: Uh, each of the other ones have, you've sort of met, uh, when they've all their thing, not even uh, I liked him to begin with. Uh, but now, I can't wait to see him hopefully accomplish these things. And I really look forward to possibly seeing him in the skull paint and real papal attire. Oh, so he might ascend to, he's a cardinal. He, he might, might be the Pope? He might ascend to uh, Pope, yeah. Uh, Forge recently told Billboard that he is already focusing on the band's next recording project, which he plans to be in the studio at the beginning of next year and a release later that year. Uh, I like this. I prove. Nine Inch Nails main man Trent Reznor will induct... The Cure into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah, it was announced yesterday. Other presenters will include Queen's Brian May for Def Leppard. David Byrne for Radiohead. Those are all really good. Yes. Harry Styles for Stevie Nicks. Interesting. I'm Uh, not so sure about that one. Janelle Monae for Janet Jackson. Uh, the Bengals, Susanna Hoffs for The Zombies. They've been friends for a
4: really long time, apparently. No kidding. Yeah, and uh, so they were like, they asked her to do it not as a fellow musician, but as a friend.
1: I actually, I like her a lot. Uh, there are a few Bangles songs that. Um, Fannie Monday? That I really. No, there's one in particular called The Hero Takes a Fall. Great song. That I absolutely love. And uh, they've done some really cool versions of other songs. In fact, she does a version of uh, Your Bird Can Sing. By the Beatles with Matthew Sweet that's really, really good. Was that on uh, I Am Sam
6: soundtrack? (laughs) You know what?
4: I
1: don't know. That's a good question. Uh, And also, uh, Duran Duran's John Taylor and Simon Laban are going to be inducting Roxy Music. Uh, Nine Inch Nails itself was nominated in 2016, but was not inducted and has not made the final cut for the past three years either. Uh, The ceremony will take place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York on March 29th. Details on performances have not been made public, Uh, but Def Leppard, Stevie Nicks, the Zombies, and Roxy Music are all expected to perform.
3: Nine Inch Nails getting some extra traction because Captain Marvel
1: wears a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt in the movie. Radiohead's Tom York has indicated that he will not attend due to a prior commitment, although other members of the band might attend. Did you find it, Nick? It was not on that soundtrack. Um, So, no, I didn't find it. Okay. Uh, Let's see what else we have here for you. Vampire Weekend has shared a music video for a song called Sunflower, uh, the next single from the New York City band's fourth album, Father of the Bride. It's notable because the video is directed by Oscar-nominated actor and director Jonah Hill and features cameo appearances from Jerry Seinfeld and Big Apple hip-hop OG Fab Five Freddy. Uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, Father of the Bride is due out on May 3rd. Ozzy Osbourne's son Jack and wife Sharon offered an update on the singer's health during an interview late last week. Uh, the pair said that Ozzy is back to his normal and complaining self more than a month after he was hospitalized because of flu complications. <laughs> asked, uh,
6: <laughs>
1: asked how Ozzy is feeling.
6: <laughs>
1: Almost five weeks ap- after he was. In- <laughs>
3: I, I'm sorry you know, you, get, you
1: come out it, if you, sorry, he admitted uh, to the intensive care ward of Keck Hospital at the University of Southern California Jack said well if this gauges well he's at where he's at uh, he's complaining a lot and he's back to his normal routine so everything's a- okay there uh, Sharon said that's always a good sign when he complains and he's miserable then you know it's He's
6: um, it, very good nice at everybody thanks so much for coming
7: i'm really glad to see everyone today thank you
1: much thank you ozzy does not have any other gigs booked until may 24th it was on,
4: good it was on the album under the covers by matthew sweet and susanna hoss volume one there you there go. go there you go a bunch of beatles covers thank you
1: mm-hmm. All
4: right, and then uh, one last story. Are
1: ACDC and Aerosmith now available to play weddings? Possibly. One of those two bands is expected to perform at the wedding of soccer star Sergio Ramos and model Pilar Rubio uh, June 15th in Seville, Spain. Uh, They had booked uh, Shorty Long, uh but uh, that fell through. Uh, The Real Madrid defender and his girlfriend are believed to have been negotiating with both legendary rock bands over the past few months. How much would that cost? With Aerosmith now reported to be the most likely to play the reception, a highly private event which will take place on his farm, by the way. Um, I would imagine a few hundred grand. You would imagine, right? You know? Aerosmith uh, will seem to be in a better position to perform, given that ACDC's lineup has been in flux for the last couple of years.
3: So there's just play; they won't do the whole bringing in the bride and everything.
1: <laughs> no, every now <laughs> so and then, listen, every yeah. now and then, these these big name entertainers yeah. will, under the radar, play private for you know filthy rich tons of money people. Yes, they'll go and play a private show for them. I know that uh, like Jimmy Buffett does it from time to time, and. It's easy uh, money,
3: and they usually are they're asked to play like an hour. Yeah, it's, it's not a full, yeah.
1: gigantic, long set. Yeah, exactly. All right, and that's it. So they got music news for you. Let's take another break. We'll come back in a second, get ready to wrap this thing up. And uh, Letter of the Day, Word of the Week prize, of course, uh, comes along. We'll get you closer because we're going to get that away tomorrow while we're in Clearwater. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
8: WMMR presents a killer co-headlining summer concert with rock trailblazers Alice Cooper and Hailstorm. Friday, August 16th at BB&T Pavilion with Motionless in White. Free sale happening today at wmmr.com while supplies last. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. ticketmaster.com. Win free tickets all this week with Jackson, Alice Cooper and Hailstorm, August 16th at BB&T Pavilion presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: Shine down 933 WMMR. And the song is Monsters. Monsters. Yeah. And of course, uh, MMRBQ. Saturday, May 18th, man. You're really going to get a flavor for it today and tomorrow. We'll have temperatures in those mid 60s. Imagine it being. A little bit bumped up from that, mid-70s maybe, sitting outside, live music on the lawn, on the pavilion, wherever you may be. Yeah, you can, you can, as they say, you can taste it now. It's yep. within reach. Yep. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts on board as well with the Struts, Evanescence, um, Bozzi, Bad Wolves, Glorious Sons, Jackson's Local Shots, Artist, Sarabo. Disco Bush by the Pool? Uh, hopefully they'll yeah. be performing at some point. Uh, That's Kathy in Florida this weekend. Uh, So, anyhow, uh, get those tickets, WMMR.com. All the details there. We'd hate for you to miss out on that one. Uh, Let's see. Some thank yous, normally, what we do at the end of the show. So I'm going to do that. Uh, Thank you to comedian Mo Mandel. Yeah. Uh, Mo, very nice guy. Lots of energy. Uh, He will be at Punchline Philly. Tonight, Friday, and Saturday. And you can get those tickets at punchlinephilly.com. Thank you to Christina Hendricks. Yes. Show, Good Life Girls. Season 2, Sundays at 10 p.m. on NBC10 is where you can catch that. Uh, and also, uh, thank you to ladies of the Tilted Kilt. They're hey, awesome. Who are here today. And I'll thank them by name because we had Amanda, Kendall, Samantha, or should say Sam and Julia. And Amanda and Kendall are from our Totally Office calendar. And so is Shay, who is here. And we have the picture of her. Shay is modeling the new uh, Boys in Blue Philly shirt that we have in a flash sale, which means it's a limited-time sale through the rock shop at WMMR.com and it's obviously to go in conjunction with our broadcasting from spring training tomorrow. It's, Shay- a, it's a really cool shirt.
3: Shay goes from zero to model in a quarter oh. of a second. Oh, my goodness.
1: Uh, and the uh, Tilted Kilt Celebration is going on. It's a three-day hoolie. It is a hoolie. Yes, <laughs> starting right. tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday at the Tilted Kilt in Sicklerville. And that will include uh, Kilted Rogues Bagpipers and Academy Irish Dancers. That's on uh, Sunday, Saturday and Sunday. And, of course, uh, Brent Porsche is going to be broadcasting live on Saturday from 3 to 7 p.m. for a pre-St. Patrick's Day party. So Love it. Make sure you join him. Uh, let me see here. What do I got to do? Do you want me to give away these as we end? Yeah. yeah All well, let's four do of that. them? Yes. Yeah, right. just
5: in case we don't get to it tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to be really
1: yeah. busy tomorrow. So Club Risque, Alexis, Texas is performing yes. at the Philadelphia location on uh, March 22nd, so a week from tomorrow. And if you'd like to go. It's going to be a drooly. We'll take uh, four callers at 215-263-WMMR. And you have to be at least 21 years of age to enter. You can visit com for information on all three of our Club Risque appearances March 21st to the 23rd. So we'll do that as a parting gift. So call right now. I've had a lot of stuff to hit this morning, so I want to make sure that I don't miss any of it. Uh, We had details about a concert announcement. Uh, The Black Keys are coming to town. Yeah. And uh, that show is going to be at the Wells Fargo Center. And it's not until October. It's going to be October 14th. But tickets go on sale a week from tomorrow, so we're just giving you a heads up on that. It's going to be a big buzz about it. Uh, 10 a.m. via wellsfargocenterphilly.com. So, I uh, just wanted to reiterate that information. Yeah.
5: Also, uh, Nick, if you could pull that up on the uh, on the computer screen over there, the the, the flash shell that's going on right now with the boys in blue T shirt. Yeah, I already uh, hit that. Oh, you did. Jesus, yep.
1: sorry. I'm, that's d- right. I, we're trying to, to gather all of our stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, before we have to leave. So. Marissa's got a finger up. Uh, Marissa, <laughs> finger, go.
10: Well, oh, you're, uh, sorry, you caught me in uh, <laughs> That one got me. No, I was just going to tell all the listeners out there that all of the stuff we just talked about, the black keys, the t-shirt, it's all in the MMR email that just went out, a new newsletter. So if you open up your email and all the links are in there, um, and if you don't get our emails, you should sign up at WMR.com.
1: All right. Excellent. Uh, we need to do the letter of the day. <laughs> Casey, you going to do that? Uh, yes, I got it. All right, here we go. Kristen and Steve. <gasps> WMMR. Now the Daily Letter. I was stalling with my last breath. I spit at thee, and <laughs> he makes it in. Pierre, the President's Seat Show is brought to you today by the Letter. G is in getting ready to go. All
6: right.
1: <laughs> Shot down that G. We have four tickets to the Red Ball, Philadelphia's premier party benefiting the American Red Cross. It's back at Lincoln Financial Field Saturday, March 30th, and it features more than 30 restaurants, bars, and microbreweries. Live music and dancing, games, a sports themed silent auction, and much more. All funds raised support the Red Cross House, a center for families who suffered a disaster. And tickets and information at redcross.org. Slash Red Ball Philly, how you doing, man?
0: Well, I, I put G is in getting because I, I got the car I pulled around and I'm gonna get you guys to the airport. I uh, I thought well, you're I taking would. us. Yeah. Um. Now, as long as you didn't pack too much, I think I'll, all of you can fit in Tommy. <laughs> and um, I wanted to show you though this new coffee shop I found along the way. I thought if we took um, Kelly Drive or one of those drives, we could stop and uh, have a little view of the river. And then there's this antique store down on Pine. Street that I thought we could all go shopping in on the way to the airport. You got plenty of time.
1: Yeah, flight's not till three, so we do. <laughs> oh, <actually>. oh do. <laughs> then we're napping. We're going yeah, to for a nap. Of We of actually that. could do that. Yeah. We could go through Rittenhouse Square and rub
0: our feet in the grass, yeah. Yeah. and the grass. Yeah. get a, uh, hotel room for and a hotel room <laughs> and have a full luncheon. um yeah. So um, I'll be ready whenever you tell me to be ready. Beautiful. A cup or an hour or two from now. Right. And
1: don't rush. You got
0: plenty of time. We're all, all right. said to go as yep. your travel agent. Solid advice. Rock on. Uh,
1: what's coming up? What you getting going
0: on today? i getting going with uh, some workforce blocks of, uh, let's see, we got The Who um, and we have got Blink-182. Mark Hoppus has a birthday coming up tomorrow, so we're going to celebrate it today. We got some stones. We got some Steely Dan tickets to give away uh, and much, much more.
1: All righty. Thank you very much, sir. And I want to thank our sponsors, uh, French Creek Outfitters and Phoenixville. Uh, with everything you need for the great outdoors. Fred's Creek why Why take a chance with anybody else. Also, City Auto Park, the spring savings at City Auto Park are heating things up and shop the deals at DodgeChryslerJeepCity.com. Uh, tomorrow, well, we have a lot going on. We're broadcasting live from Clearwater, what? Florida. Yes, we are doing that uh, for spring training and we will have on our program for sure Reese Hoskins, Gabe Cap- uh, Kapler, Charlie Manuel and Larry Boa, Andrew McCutcheon, and we'll see who else we can have Gabe pop Kaplan. on the air. Yeah, Gabe Kaplan as well. Gabe Kaplan, yeah. yeah Gabe Mr. Kaplan Connor. and Gabe Kapler. We'll Been both dead for a while, but we start. got him. Yep. All right, so that is it. Oh, and by the way, thank you to Xfinity sponsoring our yeah. broadcast. That's it. We're done. Ray, John, have a wonderful day today, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. The Greston and Steve love you, hate you Live.
9: Uh, Basic economy Uh, Non-privileged Next message Hey you guys, since you're going down to uh, Clearwater Go over to St. Pete the night before and see Candlebox. It's the best show We're going down to Fort Lauderdale and see them I love their shows Check it out.
8: Next message.
10: To the customer service representative who says that they hate when people say, I know it's not your fault. Well, stop telling me you're sorry then.
9: Because that prompts us to say, I know it's not your fault. Sorry you have to
0: listen to this.